We start in South Jersey where the latest rendition of the Zack Bowl will ultimately decide who's in prime position to make a run and whose season is all but done. Despite not receiving Poe's unsolicited DK pick, Curtis would start Metcalf, whose 37 points Thursday night had my co-host looking like a real cock. Meanwhile, in a sick twist of irony, 19 points allowed Wells to win his long battle with DeAndre Hopkins lymphoma, while his other receiver appeared to be stage four as a critical goose egg, all but confirmed that the only ring Terry McLaurin Walker is getting this year came from a gumball machine at Poe's local pizzeria. Curtis 145, Wells 93, Zack, Zack, Zack's gone. Next up, a marquee matchup in the ASI West ensues as the Sandstorm looks to knock Mad Trav off his fury road toward a bye week. Witness me! Much like please and thank you, subtlety is not a part of Steve's vocabulary as he popped in his CD Lambo to get groceries along with 32 points Thursday night. However, much like World 1-1 in Mario, Trav caused some serious damage with Puka Nakupa Troopa and Devin a Chain Chomp, <laughs> combining for 49 points. With the score tied heading into the week's final contest, it was anyone's game, but much like your girlfriend coming over on a school night, it was yet another Monday night choke job for Team Travis. Sandstorm 151, Travis 138, the Raiders. Up next, Corey looks to stop the bleeding as his end-of-season losing streak could allow Husser? Husser? Huh? Husser? Into the dance. Despite being AFK for the first 10 weeks of the season, Tom still has more farm than most as Tyfree Kill snatched two more souls this weekend, adding 32 stacks to his magis. Meanwhile, just like when they changed the curly fry recipe, RB sucks again as Corey's two rookies failed to break the Jorge Posada line once more. To add insult to Trevor Lawrence's injury, you stink, Corey, and you're on the verge of a 2007 Mets collapse. Husser 141, Corey 107. Fumble! Next up, Michelangelo Procaccini and Giuseppe Porcelli meet up to kiss and talk about Tommy DeVito, despite having some serious playoff ramifications on the line. Samwise Gamgee Laporta continues to do the heavy lifting on this fellowship's ring-related quest, as his 29 points gave Proc an early edge. However, much like Eli Manning, Mike Evans is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and his 29 points have Poe believing in a miraculous wildcard run. But in the end, the only thing Poe would be clinching is another nerve-wracking Sunday, as Proc and Russell Brand Wilson are forgetting Brandon Marshall and any sort of playoff curse. Proc 148, Poe 121. Up next, Rasp heads to Hamilton for an absolute pillow fight with the once-proud Team Troy. Fuck whatever that dork rent-a-cop dare officer told you, Troy's recent addiction with Crack Prescott has paid off as the QB provided him with a 28-point bump Thursday night. Meanwhile, Rasp had so many single digits in his lineup, it could be mistaken for Jenny's phone number as 8675309 had him on serious upset alert. But in the end, Team Troy was too short-handed and Jalen, my brain hurts, decided to not fake his concussion until the fourth, tacking on enough points to avoid a disastrous ending to Rasp's season. Rasp 86, Troy 69, very nice. As always, we finish off with Thomas, the former tank engine, taking on Crosstown Rival and real North Jersey legend, me. Gino 911 Smith was successfully rebooted, 
and his 30 points Thursday had me shaking some serious ass in my best pair of booty shorts. But much like when there's a spider in the bathroom, Muller called upon his bride for backup. Trey McBride, that is, whose 23 points put me in my second unit on early life support. Desperately needing a second dud from the receiver spot, the good-for-nothing Philadelphia Feebles rolled over like their fat fuck security guard trying to scratch his back at the beach as they allowed Debo Samuel three tutties in that so-called hostile environment, allowing Muller to pile it on and close the ever-important point differential. Muller 152, me 91. And that is week 13. Poe, how we doing? Uh, doing good, Bill. Doing good. Excited for the final week of fantasy, but also sad that it is the final week of the regular season for fantasy. Um, it's only the final for some. Way, do... <laughs> well, Billy, I might be in those that <laughs> some category. <laughs> we'll see. We'll go through all the games. We'll discuss all the scenarios in detail. Give you guys all the rooting interest you need for Sunday. But before we get started, uh, why don't you give us an update on the pick'em? Yeah, so I was able to pick up another singular game last week. Um, still about, yeah, I'm pretty far behind. Um, you're 64 and 48, and I am 55 and 61 and 1. So, yeah, uh, still very far behind. Uh, I think I'm not going to fade you if we're doing playoffs, so I think we'll still have a few more picks before it's literally fade central. Sounds like a plan. Where do you want to start? Um, pretty much every game has playoff implications, even those playing spoiler. Um, let's start with the game that's going to be an absolute beatdown. Um, I think we should probably go to uh, maybe you versus Wells first. I know typically we go me and you last, but I think you're already clinched in the playoffs and Wells is already eliminated, so I, I'm thinking it's probably not a lot to talk about here in terms of playoff outcomes. Yeah, so Wells um, is unfortunately eliminated. Uh, he is 6-7, and seven, but um, I believe just point differential and whatnot, and then obviously we're guaranteed a certain amount of 7-win teams, uh, so he is knocked out. And then I'm playing for the bye. Um, if I win and Muller doesn't outscore me by 10, um, I should have the bye, so... That's big. So I'm essentially playing against Muller as well uh, with a 9-point Yeah, so you basically uh, can frame it that way, that you're playing against somebody else this week. (laughs) Well, I mean, Wells doesn't have his lineup fully set yet, so no quarterback right now, both Howell and Murray on bye. So we can skip that quickly. Um, And then I have Josh Allen against KC. Um, Obviously, a lot of my players going against KC. I find it slightly encouraging that KC's pretty normal or mortal right now. And then the Bills, despite losing to Philly, like that was the best their offense has looked all year. Um, so I take that as a slight sign of encouragement. I I just hope it's a fun, exciting shootout. And that honestly, I, I need the Bills to potentially rack up a win or two. That way they're still in the playoff race and playing as I kind of make my run here. Obviously won't be eliminated um, in the immediate future, but uh, something to slightly monitor. But yeah, what do you think of the Bills-Chiefs game? Uh, yeah, I think you're right that Casey does look mortal. Um, but I think it's more so the offensive side of the ball that has been bad all year. Kansas City, I don't know, they don't look like the same team as last year. That was a, kind of a juggernaut. Um, 
but regardless, KC versus Buffalo the last few years has been an, an awesome matchup. Oh, yeah. Um, they kind of always go toe-to-toe. I'm looking at, actually, their last five matchups now. Every single one went above 40 points, and a majority of them actually went above 60 and 70 points. So you're talking about, for the most part, very high-scoring games. Um, I know Kansas City's offense hasn't looked that great this year, but, you know, both these teams are playing for a lot this week. Uh, the Bills to stay in the playoff hunt, and the Chiefs to kind of keep pace with the number one seed with the Ravens. So I'm expecting it to be a high-scoring game just because historically it always has been. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I, it, this is usually one of my favorite matchups, and I think Josh Allen throughout his kind of entire career has always been kind of a big-game quarterback. So, yeah, it should be fun. He just doesn't ever win them. He always puts up stats, yeah. but he doesn't ever win them. I think Kurt said it last, or not last week, during the Philly game. He was just like, it would be nice if Josh Allen ever won one of these. Yeah, just... ever won one of these games, literally. Oh, and six in overtime, and like, he's just always like putting up crazy numbers in the cold, and then just like losing 42-40, yeah. to 40. like, yeah, it's tough. I think he might be like the Elway that like never gets it done until he's like 37 and like finally gets <laughs> it and everyone's just like, ah, good for you sort of thing. Yeah, I would hope. It's just hard. He's got a gauntlet in the AFC. Yeah, Mahomes isn't going anywhere. So, yeah, that's tough yeah. titty. But yeah, I expect a big game. Um, let's go running backs. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson's going to be out, so he's going to be running A.J. Dillon and Josh Jacobs, you assume? Yes. AJ Dillon did have the um like full share of the backfield against Kansas City. Um was slightly efficient, I guess, four yards a carry. Uh no touchdowns though, so he's stuck at nine point seven. But the Packers did look pretty good. They're all yeah. kind of I don't know. It, it looked cohesive to say the least. You know, it definitely looked good. Night. And I think balanced. he'll score against the Giants. So it's a reason to be concerned. I I would be I expect a fifteen probably from him. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's unreasonable because I definitely would assume that he's going to score. And the Giants defense, it's looked better the last few weeks, but we played some pretty cupcake opponents. Oh yeah, and we've let up twelve rushing touchdowns on the year, which is uh, bottom five in the league. So yeah, I would like his chances of falling into the end zone this week. And then Jacobs back off the bye against Minnesota. Minnesota's just a hard team to gauge. Uh, they go from their being fun to boring good. to... What's up? Their defense is good. That's why. It's like they're like a boring kind of team. And I, I don't know. It, it, they are tough to kind of measure. And then also it seems like the Antonio Pierce Raiders fun has kind of ran out a bit. Um, Jacobs is still really good. I, I probably put him in that same like 15 range just because he is it, really good. But... This is literally, that's funny you say that, because this is like, uh, yeah, the match is kind of running out on both sides, like Antonio Pierce and then Josh Jobs for the Vikings is kind of out of their honeymoon phase. They snorted all their pixie Um, dust. This game's probably going to be fun, though. I feel like games like that are always fun, where it's just like you have no expectations for what it's going to end up being. Um, But regardless, let me try and stay on track here instead of going on a tangent. Um, Jacobs, I do like this week. Um, He's been great all year, and, you know, Antonio Pierce, while he's, you know, he seems all right. He's not insane. He is making sure that Jacobs and Devontae Adams are at least getting looks and touches. So I I do like Jacobs. Similar to Dylan, I think he'll have a good week. 
Yeah, um, definitely cause to be concerned from the running back perspective. Like I think these are two good starts. Uh, the main thing, he doesn't have a quarterback right now, and it's extremely thin on the waiver wire, asked Corey. So, um, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. So let's swing over to my Kenny running. Pickett. What's up? Had to start Kenny Pickett last week, and <laughs> yeah. that was a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, let me swing over to my running backs, James Cook, in that um, Kansas City game. I'm done kind of benching James Cook. I, I kind of just always wanted the next big thing with like Jalen Warren or whatever kind of running backs I was floating out there. But James Cook has been consistent. He, he's he got a starting job. Um, I know Kansas City, strong defense throughout the year. Um, and he's going to have a couple strong defenses coming up. But he's just involved. He catches passes. He gets carries. I, I know like the touchdown vultures and stuff are out there, but more times than not, it's just vultured by Josh Allen. So it's not like, uh, what's his name? Latavius Murray or anything is really having a, a major impact on yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm going to ride him, I think, <laughs> till the wheels fall off. Yeah, it's basically for James Cooks, he's looked good all year. It's just one of those things where the Bills, like they have running backs who do kind of perform. Um, and they just don't use them as much. Um, I think he's he's definitely uh, a fine start. I, I think he'll have a good week, or just at least, he's he's not going to kill you this week. So, if I had to guess, you know, he did do well against a pretty tough Philadelphia rushing defense. Um, so Kansas City is not as good as Philly against the run. Um, so I, I think he should be fine this week. I just don't know if he scores a touchdown. So he rarely does, but. Is what it's, it is. His ceiling's just limited, but I think you'll probably get you know anywhere from twelve to seventeen points from him. Yeah, which I'd be thrilled with. Um, yep. Speaking of a similar, I'd be thrilled with number. It's Brees Hall. Uh, it, the the jet. He's just a victim of the Jets being brutal. Um, <laughs> this trade ended up looking like you guys both worked out really well from this, and now this trade is like. Now they're both you're just bad players. <laughs> no, yeah, you're you're like we're fine with it, but we liked it a lot more when Aaron Rodgers or when Kirk Cousins was playing and when Brees Hall was able to break off eighty yarders. You know, yeah, the Jets. It remind it reminds me of like Saquon. Honestly, like there's nowhere to run. He, he's just tackled in the backfield. Yep. It, it's just extremely predictable. Like second down and ten, like. They just sweep him outside, and there's nine guys pushed in the backfield, and like he just has no space to do anything. He get he gets all of his production just catching dump offs, which was I guess nice with Tim Boyle, but they were Rashad White zero yard <laughs> dump offs a lot of the time. Yeah, it's he's he's tough to root for honestly, just because you're you're praying for two yard catches and just getting paper cuts to. <laughs> accumulate a decent score but um yeah it seems like the, the the jets haven't scored a touchdown in how many weeks and obviously he's a victim of that so it's well they're going back to zach wilson dude which i'd prefer like as bad as he is <laughs> Off- like I'm, offense done. Unlocked. I'm good on tim boyle like <laughs> offense unlocked dude yeah um <laughs> the very rare the very very double track the very rare double track that they're going back to Zach Wilson. Ugh, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, so I think Wells probably has the advantage on the running backs. Um, my guys are just my guys at this point. <laughs> if I don't know if I've had a running back score 20 all year, so I would love if 
at some point <laughs> I someone think does only that. Brees Hall. I think yeah, Brees, Brees had Hall a nice played. stretch for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he had three in a row actually. Um, yeah, he was looking good. Yeah, and then the Jets' offense just went into hyperdrive. Um, so yeah, so that stinks. But let's go to receivers. Uh, McLaurin's on by, so he's gonna have D Hop, Cooper Cup. And I guess a running back in the flex, would you guess? Kareem Hunt? Double tight end? Uh, he picked up Robert Wood, so I think he's playing him in, in the stead of Tank Dell, is what my thought is. I don't think Robert Wood's really benefited from that. I think that was Noah Brown the first time around, but yeah, obviously I could put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> no, I was actually looking to pick, pick up Noah Brown because I had the same thought. But I think no, Wells is kind of in like an injury bye week hell here at the worst possible time, basically. Well, yeah. Um, so I, I guess let's talk D Hop. He scored last week, um, his best week in a while. I thought, I guess was nice to see. Will Levis just still just misses by a mile on like yes, several occasions. He's still a rookie. I mean, he's got to figure it out. I think his, he could develop. His, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like him barking at D Hop when he threw the ball to the oh, cheerleaders. Oh yeah, that was, <laughs> like, yeah. When he it's threw like, the buddy, ball so I didn't run the wrong route. That shit was. Yeah. <laughs> that was in section one hundred and four. Um. So that was kind of clowny, but tra- Travis with his uh, football hotheadness was just like i bet d hop appreciated that he's just like he's a fiery guy <laughs> like he probably liked getting some back i was like i, I don't no, hate D-Hop that take. probably like dude i'm just here to get fucking paid what the <laughs> fuck are you yelling at motherfucker that's exactly what d hop was like he's like he's like shut your ass up or we'll bench you for ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyways d hop yeah how do you think he's gonna do this week now Mids, I don't right? know. Yeah, Miami's I mean, defense looked a lot better. Miami has been better, a hundred percent, and I think they will have to throw a ton. Tennessee just does stink, um, but I mean, I don't know if he gets twelve targets, like he can have a decent game. I I just hope he doesn't score a touchdown. Really, I hope he's just kind of at that ten ten points. But yeah, I think he. You know, it's really de- like if he touch catches a touchdown or not. The the Titans are hard to watch. Um, Titans they are still brutal. brought it last week against the the Colts. Um, still managed to choke though. But um, <laughs> yeah, because Tannehill couldn't are... couldn't uh, hold the snap. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't hold the snap on the extra point. Very Romo esque. I um, also have no idea if it was actually his game. fault. Like I'm not a kicking expert, but just something different. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. that was Tannehill. He wouldn't have missed that. Yeah. <laughs> If Levis was holding that ball, he wouldn't have missed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cr- what happened to the punter? He couldn't just hold. You literally just no had to idea. sit on the I ground. Just saw, like, I just saw Tannehill holding it. I was like, why the fuck is this idiot holding this ball? <laughs> Ooh, some, I didn't have audio on for it. Something else uh, I saw on Instagram that just completely irrelevant. You know how in college, if you're, like, you're down, like the play is over? Yeah. How come when they snap the ball and the holder is down... Like, the play's not over. It's not like a 10-yard sack. Oh, so, like, if they just, like, I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Cooper Cup. You should bring that, to the, you should bring that up to the college football committee. <laughs> I just break We're their, all talking about Florida State. We gotta go about into, <laughs> <laughs> We got to go meet again. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cooper Cup against Baltimore. He had a decent game last week for the first time in a while. Um, I just hope he doesn't do that again against Baltimore. Obviously a very good opponent, but I don't know. The Rams um, in general had a day uh, yeah, against Puka. the Browns defense. They looked awesome, honestly. Which is crazy. Like the Browns uh, were pretty yeah. un- unstoppable. And it sucks because Flacco had his good day, and then like the Browns defense decided to take a day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like the Browns defense has been waiting for a quarterback to actually be able to score like this, and then immediately when they have one, they're just like, fuck. <laughs> we blew it. <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but against Los Angeles this week, um, I don't know. He he still doesn't look the same. I mean, he had the touchdown last week, but I thought Puka and kind of Kyron were still the story of the Rams. So Puka I think took probably... like the Cooper Cup eighty-yard touchdown that we're used to seeing. You know, like yeah. that that was a Cooper Cup play two years ago. And he got injured like twice in the game and came back. Yeah, beast. Um, I don't know. I. Cooper Cup, I just feel like this is a year. He's it's just a down year for him. Um, I I wouldn't expect much because he hasn't shown you much pretty much all year. He also doesn't like anime. I don't know if you saw that clip as well. Well, now I definitely think he's gonna be doing bad. <laughs> His P- guys never watched. Puka was just like, Dragon "Do you like Ball anime?" Z. And he's like, "No, dude. Like, fuck off." <laughs> like, no, dude. I'm a white Mormon. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have sex while twenty-six <laughs> <laughs> by choice. <laughs> Yeah, so no virgins on my side. Um, Stephon Diggs, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, Diggs, Waddle, and then I, I guess we'll start with the enticing one. I think I'm going to play Elijah Moore. Do you want to laugh at me uh, or let me explain? That just Well, yeah, I know because of the Flacco connection. I, I get it. 12 targets it last week. That's crazy. And, uh, and if Cooper's Cooper, out with a concussion. Pretty sure he's going to be out, yeah. And Jacksonville's going to stink without Trevor. And their defense uh, has been bad anyway. They Jake Browning just lit them up. You're really like getting way too hyped on the fact that Joe Flacco will be able to be good for more than a game right now. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have great options. <laughs> you either sound that, like somebody who's about to get burned. <laughs> it's either that or the two Steelers playing tomorrow, and I just want no part of that. That game's going to be Dude, what about fucking Jalen horrible. I would love to play Hyatt, but I'm not going to. Yeah, that's I, just like a, if I just needed to like win, a, then I'd dick around. But I, I'm conscious that Muller gained sixty points on me last week, and I could fuck myself out of this buy. I think yeah, Elijah Moore is a good idea. You think it's a horrible idea? I don't think it's a horrible idea. I just don't think you need a ceiling. You think? So you think Jalen Hyatt's a safer? Jalen Hyatt's no, floor Jaylen, is zero. I would, pl- I would play Jalen Warren. Warren's been so bad the past two weeks. I know, but Mitch is in there now. He was in there the whole second half, and Warren was brutal. Yeah, but they were playing the Arizona Cardinals, not the shitty New England Patriots. The Patriots held the Chargers to six, like... For whatever reason, their defense well, that, is still that trying. That joke just went way. O- that joke just went right over your head. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Playing the Arizona Cardinals, not the shitty Patriots. Yeah, I, I, because I, I literally view the Cardinals as much better than the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> the sarcasm was completely lost. Yeah, um, I don't know. You're really. I, I mean, go with it. You, you. I don't want to watch that fucking Elijah game Moore. tomorrow. I don't want to watch the Steelers <laughs> Patriots. 
I'm gonna just send you the Kevin James meme though if Jalen Warren scores a touchdown. That's fine. I'll be watching something. I'll be watching Netflix. <laughs> start a new show. <laughs> doing something with my life. Oh, I'm watching. This is gonna be football porn tomorrow night, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, Stephon Diggs. Um, I need him to get good again. It's simple as that. This like my team goes as Diggs and Allen go. So get going for the playoffs. Carry me. Yeah, that's they that. need this. So they're going to be throwing the ball a ton in this game. They, I, I feel like, I feel like Diggs and Allen will have a, a big game. And then Waddle's just kind of a disaster. Um, I, I keep thinking he's turned a corner, and then yeah, he does. Like every other week, he just honey dicks you. Like the Washington game should have been a big one. He had two big catches early, and then just and then Tyreek Tyree Hill was like, "Oh wait, fun. I need the record." Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Tennessee, another shitty team. Like, can you please score a touchdown? Like, I'm begging you. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Because they on, get dude. up early. They get up so early. They don't play in the second game. half. Yeah. Like, Waddle had, like, seven points on the first drive and then finished with ten. Yeah. It's just, like, so brutal. All year. All year. Yeah, he has I a know. random drop or two as well. He, he's tough. It's just because their offense is so good. They're just like, all right, well, fuck um having two out there who's so injury prone you know like let's just run the ball as much as we can i should have taken fucking Devontae smith but is what it is is what it is um but i mean in general i still like my receivers more than his uh he doesn't have a third one right now but i think Diggs is just leaps and bounds above everybody and i'm hype on the elijah moore so (laughs) we'll see how that goes Wells really got fucked this year with the fact that they honey dicked everybody with the Cooper Cup injury, and I think if Cooper, if we drafted literally just a week later, um, I don't think anybody touches Cup till like the sixth round. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's tough. I believe he threatened yeah. Travis on the couch. He was just like, "If Cooper Cup's not, if Cooper Cup's hurt all year, like I'm gonna kill you or something." So, why we'll did he ask Travis if Cooper Cup was actually hurt? I don't even think he asked him. I I think he just likes Cooper Cup, but um. He's just like, your boy better show up or something something along those lines. <laughs> Very Wells-esque. <laughs> yeah. And Travis like, don't worry, he will. <laughs> um, and then tight ends. Um, Evan Ingram, back. Ingram is a beast. Yeah. <laughs> Should have never let him go. No. Jerry Reese knew have. something. The, the last yeah. Jerry Reese first rounder. <laughs> hey, um, Jerry Reese is always good at picking skill position players. Can't yep. knock him on that. No doubt, no doubt. No denying. Um, but yeah, Engram's really good. I hope Cleveland defense bounces back. And then I'm just going to keep spamming Taysom Hill. He's fucking broken. He just gets goal line carries for no reason. And like two. And catches. I feel like they'll use him more with uh, Winston playing. Yeah. I'm hoping. I don't think he'll be involved in the passing game, which, I mean, isn't a huge part of his game anyway. But like the three catches for 20 yards, obviously, adds to the total. Um,. But yeah, I mean, is he, Winston officially starting this week? I believe so. And spoiler alert: I believe Corey has him <laughs> in his lineup. Oh, that's a great! I love it for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I I'd assume Corey did his research before going with famous Jameis. But um, but yeah, I I give him the edge uh, in tight end. But in general, I'm gonna pick myself, and we don't have to lag here too much longer. Yeah. Um. 
I'm gonna, yeah, I have to take you. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, so what game do you want next? Um, let's see. Um, what's another one that doesn't really have too much? Uh, Proc Troy. Yeah, this is probably the least important one, because Troy's dead, and Proc, like, he has to royally fuck up to miss out on the buy. He has to lose, um... And then, like, if I lose, if Muller loses, or we both don't outscore him by, like, 40 and 50, he's got the buy, so Proc's caking. Um, for the time being, he's got Russ Wilson at quarterback, and I think that's who he's going to ride with. Yeah, because he lost Burrow. He's got the Aaron Rodgers IR stash. But um, This is really hurting him going into the playoffs. Uh, otherwise, very strong team. No doubt. And, I mean, he had Burrow when Burrow was turning the corner, too. So he got banged there. And then Dak against Philly. I I guess we'll start there. Dak, I I think you said it last week, MVP. And then I was just like, ugh. But he's got a case, I guess. And if they win this game. This is where he makes the case. This is where he makes the case. Yeah. I I don't like rooting for Dak. Like, I don't hate Philly enough to root for Dallas. Like, I just hope they both have a miserable time. Like, I don't know. Is that where you're Honestly, at, or you I'm hate Philly so, more? I hate Philly so much. Can we talk about the the security guard? No, fuck that idiot. I don't want to talk about that loser. <laughs> what is that motherfucker doing on the sidelines? Get off the sidelines, you what idiot. A, he's just a fucking goofball. Like, yeah, he, he's just. You know it's like Sirianni's brutal. idea. He's like, yeah, let me have this other big Italian. He's been guy there since like 1999. He's just like a fat nerd. Like, yeah, but he's like, I've never heard of this guy until fucking Sirianni was like, like until him and Sirianni are hanging. Like, why? Why is he there? Yeah, what does he do? Like, whatever. A football team doesn't need security. They're all fucking trained killers. Yeah, why is he? Why what do they need? Fat, what the do they need? Fatso <laughs> running around for yeah. with his Italian fucking windbreaker. Yeah. yeah, fuck that idiot. Anyways, yeah, that just fueled the flames even more. I think. Listen, Cowboys should have beat him last time in Philly. Cowboys are. Absolutely insanely good at home. I think the Eagles are on a downturn. I think the Eagles are a very overrated team this year. Um, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I really do think they're overrated. Jalen Hurts not played as well. He was an MVP candidate. He's turning the ball over every single week. He's great for fantasy. He's not looked good in actual NFL games just because A.J. Brown is a fucking monster and Devonta Smith is a monster. Um, I, I think Dak is going to have a good week this week. I think, you know... 49ers really exposed the Eagles last week, and I think uh, the Cowboys do it again this week. Um, you're talking about a three-headed race for the one seed in the NFC um, after this week. Yeah, Hurts, like, uh, I know this is a Dak segment, but like now that he's not just getting out and running, he just kind of stands there and derps in the pocket forever. Like, it's an ex- insanely yeah. clean pocket, but he just kind of stands there and surveys the field forever and then just... On the off chance, he decides to chuck it to A.J. Brown, and he makes an incredible play. Like, yeah, there's your 10 fantasy points. But, yeah, I don't know. He's just not releasing the ball, I feel. Yeah. And, like, it, yep. maybe he always did that, but at least he'd roll out of the plot, the pocket and make, like, a nice play, or either running upfield or hitting, like, Quez Watkins or whatever fucking ass clown third receiver. Yep. Um, but And, like, he, ha- he has his moment. Like, it's, I feel like he's hurt. 
and I don't feel like he's playing as good as he did last year. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, um, but Dak is playing very well, um, not turning the ball over. I, I'm interested to see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Part of me wants Philly to win because I think they'll more likely choke as the one seed. If Dallas has the one seed in home field throughout, like they kind of scare me that they can go on a run a bit, and I don't like that imagery at I all. really do feel like losing Callum Moore was a huge boost for this team. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. I, I don't think Kellen Moore sucks, but, I mean, they are objectively playing better without him. So I just think that his offense was... It, it, and I think you're seeing it a little bit with Justin Herbert this year, but it seems like uh, it's either overcomplicated or it's just too reliant on receivers getting wide the fuck open. I, I don't know, but... CeeDee Lamb's having a fucking career year. Dak Prescott's having a career year immediately after losing Kellen Moore. And then the Chargers, while they were already on the downspin, they're doing worse um, this year. And the offense has not looked as good. So, who knows? Yeah. But Dak, I expect 30. Like, <laughs> I, I think this will be a shootout again. Um, Philly's just kind of in fun shootouts at this point of the year. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Uh, I expect big things from him. And then Russ Wilson against the aforementioned Chargers. Um, I don't know. We kind of got excited. Oh, Russ is back, but it's never fully <laughs> translated to fantasy. He hasn't broken 20 since week four against Chicago. So, I mean, he's kind of been mid-producing, despite of whether it's a good defense or a bad defense. The Chargers, I would put in that bad defense territory. Unless um, they're playing the Patriots. Yeah, everyone can kind of blank them. Um, yeah, I think you're giving up points to Dak here. I, I think Dak is superior by 12 to 15. That might be his steep, yeah. but... No, I would agree. I would probably take Dak, like, minus 14 and a half versus Russ. Yeah, so, we'll see. I mean, he just doesn't, like, score as many touchdowns as the Cowboys. Like, it's just kind of He also just doesn't... Russ just doesn't throw it for a ton of yards either, so... He's like a very touchdown-dependent quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, that's that. Let's get to the running backs. Troy's got his duo back, uh, Saquon and Swift. Um, Saquon against the Packers. I, How do we think this Giants game's going to go? Are you kind of like Momo by week brain being like, oh, we can kind of beat the Packers. But No. Uh, yeah, the Packers no. are kind of good now. <laughs> I feel like the Packers are going to throw all over us, to be honest with you. Um, and I just think on offense we're not going to be able to get anything done um, now that we're not playing, you know, some dog shit teams. Um, and we didn't have a lot going against the dog shit teams yeah. either. So I think starting Tommy DeVito over Tyrod is a mistake. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they shock us. But I, I, think I it's would fine. Marry... We, we don't want to win, really. And develop the kid it's it's the only good thing we've had like i think it keeps the locker room vibes high as well as you could see if this guy's like actually the backup play. next year i just don't know if they want to lose you know i don't think they want to i think they're doing an assessment of like okay do we have to pay a backup or can we have this fucking idiot here you know yeah but if he's going out there and getting shit on they gotta switch tyrod 
Yeah, I think that's fair. If he's like throwing picks and like brutal, yeah. And I mean, if, if the game's like topic. seventeen to six at half, like they're they're not gonna switch. I don't think they'll they'll give him a leash. It it's got to be an ugly, ugly like week one ass beating. And I mean, even in that, they didn't take out TJ. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, who who the fuck knows? Um, but yeah, so I don't know how well that benefits Saquon. Uh, he hasn't done a lot on the ground like in these Tommy DeVito weeks um he's done a lot of his production like well he did have those sick touchdowns against Washington yeah I think those are passing touchdowns no yeah yeah he hasn't gotten he had six yards to carry that game yeah so I don't know um they're obviously gonna load the box and like do what they gotta do to take away him he's obviously the best play playmaker on the offense I think he'll he's a 12 to 15 Nothing crazy, but um, but yeah, he could score as well, get to twenty. Yeah, he sh- he should get enough touches to get twelve to fifteen. That's pretty much what you can hope for. And I mean, Swift, um, the script kind of went away from him last week for whatever reason. Um, because I mean, the game didn't get super ugly until like the third and no, fourth quarter. No, they just quarter. stopped running the ball. Yeah, so they should not do that, especially against Dallas's front. Um, I think they should lean on him a lot more. And then I, I expect him to score too. I mean, if he's getting carries, but six carries last week is a bit of a alarming. I saw a lot, saw a lot of Kenny Gainwell and yeah, I did sloppy passing I, offense. It was, it was weird to see out of Philly. Yeah. I just think that was, you know, I don't know. They just got beat bad. Um, I think there's a pretty big gap between Shanahan, honestly, and Mike McCarthy, Shanahan between Mike McCarthy and uh, Sirianni and him. Um, I don't know. I don't like Swift this week. Dallas has a very good rushing defense. Um, I, I don't like Philly at all this week, to be honest with you. So I'm pretty low on both these running back options for Troy. Okay. And then on the other side, McCaffrey, just a beast. And they can kind of end Seattle's season this week effectively. And then Henry, he left last week banged up, but uh, he was having a great game prior to that, two touchdowns, and then I think he left in like the third quarter. Did you quarter. see the hit? Did you I see did. the hit? I did. He got cracked. Yeah, he got fucking smoked. He runs so <laughs> upright that like he kind of can get tabletops on occasion. Who was that shit linebacker we had last year? He popped. Tay Crowder is the name? Yeah. 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 Dog shit player, and then he fucking tabletopped him. So yeah. I, I don't know. Obviously, Henry runs like a beast 99.9% of the time, but if he doesn't see it coming, he can kind of get knocked a little. I think he's playing, yeah. though, um, but hopefully they don't go down by a million against Miami. I think that, obviously, is cause for concern. Yeah, because they were start- starting to use, I mean, a little bit, but Tajay Sharp a little bit yeah. last week. Um, I don't know. I think McCaffrey, like you said, is probably going to run all over the Seahawks um they absolutely embarrassed the Seahawks the last time they played won by like 20 points um Ryan McCaffrey had a pretty big day um and then Derrick Henry yeah I think he's fine as long as the game script calls for it but um in games this year where the game script isn't calling for it he's had some pretty low lows um fortunately he's been pretty consistent the last two weeks um but Miami's a team who could put put up a lot of points so I don't love the game script, but I do still like both of these options better than Troy's. 
Yeah, that's fair. I, I think McCaffrey is obviously the best of the four. And then Henry, like, does scare you because he could have, like, that, like, four-point floor. But at the same time, you could say the same thing about Saquon and Swift at this point. So um, I, I definitely lean Proc. Um, but I'm not as low on Troy's running backs as you are, I'd say. But um, definitely still give the edge to Proc. Let's do receivers. We'll start with Proc. Uh, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, and then Christian Watson in there. Um, I guess we'll give Keenan Allen his flowers. Wide receiver two at this point. Really solid year. Um, what do you expect against Denver? Um, to be honest with you, he didn't look kind of, I, I don't know. Their offense looked really bad last week. Maybe it's just because the Patriots defense is actually, Shitty you know, conditions weather wise too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. He's been great all year, um, concerning the offense, but Denver's a pretty weak defense. Um, and did PS2 go out last week? Is he out? He got hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's yeah. back or not. I, assume if, uh, so, I lied. I was going to say I assume Proc wouldn't have him in if he wasn't, but you're still riding with Keenan regardless. So Yeah, you're riding with Keenan regardless. He's having a pretty great year. Um, honestly, the only receiver who's really, like, the, he's up there with, like, the C.D. Lambs and, uh, you know, Tyreek Hills this year. It's just Tyreek Hills having a fucking crazy year. So, yeah, Keenan should be good. And then Sutton against the Chargers. Proc's got a lot of action in this game. Um, yeah, I mean, we already were nice <laughs> to Sutton, so I don't want to totally suck Sutton just dick. catches a touchdown every week. He catches a touchdown every week. Two catches every week. week touchdown. Um, yeah, like every week this guy fucking catches a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, nine, which is the 13 weeks, which is pretty crazy. He's only got... 630 yards on the year but it's nine touchdowns like yeah. <laughs> it's insane yeah um he's a good wide receiver too like what do you want like you know give sutton his flowers too <laughs> with keenan <laughs> <laughs> so good for sutton and then christian watson he's got starting against the giants it looks like he's banged up i assume he's playing but oh, he's got a hamstring injury i feel like he's been he's had a hamstring injury all He's been, like, career. questionable all year, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so that's a little ballsy with the Monday night. He's right? had two good back-to-back weeks, though, and, you know, he's he's looked good the last two weeks. Um, the Packers have looked good, and they've played some tough opponents. I fully expect their playmakers to have a good day against the Giants, so I, I like it. Yeah, honestly. his only other option is Deontay Johnson, really. Um, then I guess he doesn't want to watch tomorrow either, so... I or Charbonnet if he plays, but I don't know if Charbonnet will play. Um, and also, is Kenneth Walker back or no? I think he was practicing limited today. So um, let's see. It's a little murky. Oh no! Both of them actually didn't participate in practice today. Yeah. So, so I I don't hate Watson. I I just don't like the timing of the game. It's a little scary. You might have to grab like Wandale Robinson or something dumb. <laughs> if he doesn't play, yeah. So, just one thing to be aware of. Um, on Troy's side, Cooper, Adam. I don't think Cooper's playing. Um, Devontae Adams, Ridley, who's coming along, and then who you got in the flex? He's got a bunch of running backs that nobody wants, and Tyler Boyd, who threw interception of the year. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know. Let's not waste time on the third option. Uh, Devontae <laughs> so Adams. Devontae. Yeah, go ahead. He's been he's been good with Antonio Pierce. He's still not like been Devontae Adams of old, just because he's kind of limited. But I would think maybe off a of bye week they do a little bit better on offense. Um, not excited about him though. Yeah, it's it's hard to be excited about him at this point. It's just kind of been a season of letdowns for him. I don't know. Um, if he gets you twenty, you're pumped. But I, I'd I'd expect his twelve to fifteen that he's kind of been consistently at. So yeah, I don't I don't think he matches Keenan at all. So I, I think you're you got a deficit there. Um, on the plus side, Ridley's come along a little bit. Um, but now again, he doesn't have a quarterback. He dropped a pretty long reception last week. Or oh, he did didn't he? drop it; he made it. It was brought back on penalty. Um, there you go. So he should have actually had a pretty th- a good third week in a row. But of course, you know, for Troy's sake, he didn't. Yeah, and I mean, who's going to be the quarterback now as well? Uh, C.J. Bethard. <laughs> yeah, so... That's a Jaguars quarterback. We're, we're that gonna, is a Jaguars quarterback. We're going to put Calvin Ridley uh, on the not-too-exciting list as well. Um, yeah. Just unfortunate, but year. one of those years, Troy. Better luck next year. Um, yeah, I like Proc receiver-wise, and then I guess just quickly tight end. Laporta, really good, and then Schultz, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about Brox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, La- Laporte is the man. Laporte is really good. Yeah. Um, I think he'll tear up the Bears. The Bears have been playing good defense for a bit now, but I don't know. I, I think the other the other shoe will drop, and this will be a nice punching bag get right game for well, yeah, the Lions. Yeah. They really do because they have not looked as good the last few weeks. I thought the that was going to happen last week, and then. They just shit the bed the whole like final yeah. three quarters and then squeak it out. Their defense is susceptible, um, especially if Jameis is out there throwing the ball around the yard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, Chicago, last time he played, he only had three catches for 18 yards. Um, I'd be shocked if he had that stat line again because it seems like he's becoming a featured part of this offense. Um, and they do have weapons, too. That Jamison Williams run. Well, that was last week, right? Against the yeah, Saints. that was like the dagger. And around. That was sick. And they're creative on offense. They're using all of their stars. Um, it's a first for the Lions to actually be using all their best players uh, effectively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like Laporta this week a lot. I think Troy's got a huge gap here at the receiver and tight end position this week. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I'm going to pick Proc as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Brock. Cool. Um, okay, so what game do you want next? Uh, They're all pretty important at this point. Yeah, I think I think now let's... Uh, you choose. Uh, choose let's do... Adventure. Let's do Steve Curtis. Um, so Steve is out. Steve is good, though. Steve scores a lot of points, but eight losses. He's cooked. And then Curtis is in a win and, win and get in. He has an outside shot at the bye as well. He needs like me, Muller, and Trap to lose, as well as him to score a lot of points, but pretty unlikely. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
He can also saying there's a chance. Yeah, he can also stay in with a loss if like Rasp, Husser, um, Corey, or like you don't outscore him, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, most clear scenario is he has to win and get in, and then Steve obviously playing spoiler. Um, so Steve's got Herbert against Denver. Um, yeah, Herbert pretty uninspiring last week, I'd say. Uh, I don't know how yeah. confident I am about him going against Denver. I'm surprised he's not going back to the Stroud boy well. Did he cut him? No, he's there. No, he's on the bench. I, I think I would start Stroud. I, I know it's like the Jets, but I mean, if the Jets are punting the entire game, like you could still score points. But And Stroud, like, yeah, I guess Stroud has been up and down. Um. I would have fun. I'm eliminated. I would go with the guy that I like more, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. I think Herbert should be able to get it done against Denver, right? He's had I don't some know. big weeks this year. I mean, his receivers are just shit at this point. Like it's Keenan Allen and yeah. Quentin Johnston is just an embarrassment. Yeah, he's starting like yeah, Chandler. I would play Stroud. Yeah, I agree with you. I would play Stroud. To be honest with you. You got nothing to lose, like yeah. And I'm trying against the Jets. I like. I agree. I think Texans got everything to play for because the division is really back awesome. within grasp. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I play Stroud. They got a lot more to play for, and the Chargers just kind of look dead in the water. And then on the flip side, Goff against the he's Bears. He's been all right. He's been all right. He sh- he didn't have a good time last time against the Bears. He threw those three picks. Um, and the lines kind of look sh- very shitty. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's the. I wouldn't expect that to happen two times in a row. So I personally, I would rank Goff ahead of Herbert, but I would put Stroud ahead of Goff this week. Yeah, it's tough. Curtis has gotten banged by Goff a couple times. Uh, he doesn't have another quarterback yeah. on his roster at this point, though. So he's definitely riding with him. I wouldn't be afraid of Chicago, but I mean, they've kind of played good defense for a month and the lines have been bad for a month so it's it can be a recipe for disaster but you're not going to find anything better on the waiver wire i feel there's nothing on the waiver wire yeah and then running back steve's got mixon and rashad white um mixon had a really good game last week it's pretty funny actually gave travis the loss and kind of opened everything up um he did game last week so, so yeah credit to the Bengals in general they didn't really roll over and die with jake browning so i was shocked yeah so maybe mixon can be fun the rest of the way obviously it doesn't matter he kind of won't be in our season anymore but yeah something to something to monitor and the colts rushing defense is terrible yeah derrick henry was having a day and a half so yes they're terrible against the running back position all year. And then another fun guy that looked ugly in the lineup for half of the year, but is now good, Rashad White. Um, really nice season out of him, RB5. Yeah. Like, everyone could have got him. Shit ton of touches, and he's been so good pretty much all year. He's had literally three bad weeks all year, and aside from that, he's given you insane value. Um I expect him to kind of continue to do the same this week against Atlanta. I mean, they just, they use him a ton. 
I, you know, like he, if he's getting t- 30 touches a game nearly or 20, 25 touches a game, like he, he's going to have a good week. It, it, he would have to be terrible to not be able he would have to be Najee Harris to not <laughs> that many touches. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, interesting divisional game too. It's like who who do you have coming out of that stinky ass NFC South? Uh, Is it the Bucks? Why not? I think they're the one that no one's I picking. Think, I think Atlanta's the best team, but I would say <laughs> the Bucks would be the fu- like the funniest team to come out of there. <laughs> like nah, the Saints with Jameis is funniest. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking Saints with Derek Carr. Saints with Derek Carr is bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah. Bottom, bottom of the list. I would rather watch paint dry than watch that fucking team. If Jameis is playing, I would love to see Jameis Saints, actually, to win that division. Yeah. Um, but my, you're right, though. My pick would be Bucks. other than that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. The, this game is huge, obviously. If they, if they take a game off Atlanta on the road, I think... They might be in the driver's seat. I don't know, though. I, I honestly have no Anything idea. I, I think they're all five and seven in my head, and I know that's none of their record, but that's just I think kind they're of... all six. I think they're actually all six and seven. Okay. Uh, so let me see. I, I actually have the standings up on my other computer. Yeah, so they're all. <laughs> You're right. Uh, the Bucks and the Saints are five and seven, and the Falcons are six and six. It's literally. <laughs> It's a loser division, basically. Yeah, I'm excited. I want like a seven and ten winner. Could be fun. Yeah, that would be great. I, has anyone ever made playoffs with ten losses? Um, did the Redskins the do it the one time? No, they went seven and nine. Okay. Could be the first one with the seventeenth game. Now you can get seven and <laughs> yeah. ten. So that's fun. Um, other side, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, um, Connor on the bye. I'm, are you surprised no Zeke with no Ramondre Stevenson? Does he consider that? No. <laughs> Over Najee? You hate no. Najee. <laughs> no, I, this is, that's terrible to have to choose between, to be honest with you. I don't know. I I'm not even. I was. I, I just realized that Ramadre's out. Yeah. So Zeke's not that bad, dude. I could. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not a committee. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you flip a coin. To be honest, but, uh, not, yeah, but also, not... like, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh shit. They're playing the Patriots defense, and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh shit, he's playing the Steelers defense. It's the same game. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. I'm just like, I hate these guys, but they're also playing pretty good defenses. So, I I don't know. I I personally, I'd probably choose Najee just because I think he has a better chance of scoring a touchdown. Yeah, because they do score touchdowns. <laughs> the Patriots just well, don't score. Are they going the with Zappy again, or they did they revert back? I don't the know. Jets? They should they should play Malik Cunningham at this point. Like, what are you getting from Zappy? Like, yeah. just put a like Malik back there. You know? Yeah. Is he like elevated? Like, is he on the roster? Or he's. He... Been, I'm pretty sure he he was the backup last week. Oh okay. Yeah, play him. Can run around and do something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me how it's that game is, Poe. But yeah, I don't want to talk yeah. about Najee Harris and Zeke anymore. Oh, I'm watching it 
from fucking beginning to end. I can't wait. You can no, actually. You gotta DVR it and uh, watch it over the summer when you, when you miss it on Easter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'll do. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna save it for future reference. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, Montgomery against the Bears. Montgomery just kind of keeps scoring. Um, obviously, Corey's guy. Uh, name, name, name. Jeez, uh, it's late in the season. What the fuck uh, is his Gibbs. name? Gibbs, Gibbs, Mr. Gibbs. Um, yes. Yeah, he's taken more of a piece of the offense, but Montgomery has still been able to sustain himself as a good player. Yep. I think he'll score Just against the Bears. Touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Scores touchdowns. He's got 10 on the year. Like, he's going to score. <laughs> I'll put money on Could it. Could score too. It's probably a safe bet. Could yeah. score too. <laughs> So, yeah, I like Montgomery. In general, I like Steve's running backs better, though, um, just because I hate Najee slash Zeke. Um, and I think yeah. Montgomery is as good as, like, Joe Mixon or Rashad White nowadays. Like, Yeah, he's as good of a play. I would agree with that. So, Maybe not a... Uh... Yeah, I guess actually real-life football, he's better than them, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they both kind of stink. Rashad White and... Uh... <laughs> Makes in they just get a ton of fucking touches. Rashad White like in, had space like one time last week and definitely had the had the cinder block shoe speed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a little like pass receiving back. I expected him yeah. to fucking yeet and he was moving slow. Yeah, Mixon out in open space the same way, just yeah. slow. Austin Eckler, same thing. Yeah. A lot of slow running backs these days. Yeah. Running <laughs> um, backs suck. Receivers: CD Lamb, AJ Brown, Drake London. Steve opted against the double tight end. It looked like it was gonna work. <laughs> it was gonna work. It was gonna work, dude. But for the nineteenth time in league history, had a huge week. <laughs> yeah, Fergie went off, and then Fryermuth dudded. So yeah, <laughs> no, no one's ever got two du- tight ends in double digits. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so. Even when, um, even if like back in the day you had like prime Kelsey and Gronk, I bet you one of them done it every other week. <laughs> no one could do it. No one could yeah. do it. <laughs> so yeah, CD Lamb against Philly, AJ Brown against Dallas. I both huge games. I I think this is a massive over fun game. I I, I predicted yeah. it with the Niners, but only the Niners had fun. But still, um, I think the over hit, and I expect it to in this one as well. Two smashes, um, two for one commentary. But yeah, yeah. This this will be damn. Steve's team is so good. Th- these guys will both go off in this game for sure. London stinks they though. Both, they both did last time. Honestly, they played too. Yeah, and then Drake London's terrible. So that's well. Sucks. The Falcons just don't throw the ball well at all. Yeah, yeah. Less um, of a personal attack and more of a Falcons attack. But yeah, I'd probably use Tajay Spears. I mean, does it matter if Henry's not out? That's who I'd probably put in. He kind of gets um, his ten with his PPR to begin with. Um, but yeah, when Jacoby Myers was going, Steve had a nice three-headed dragon. But now yeah, Jacoby Myers and Drake London turned it back to what they kind of <laughs> have been. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I guess play Drake London. Yeah, or just do double tight end and try to get it this week. Yeah, I would do double tight end again <laughs> against the Patriots. Give it one more shot. Give it one yeah. more shot. Speaking of tight ends, 
Um, oh wait, no, sorry, we, we didn't, didn't tra- talk about receivers. receivers I, I was like, I know you're going for the hawk, but I'll, I'll keep yeah, you up for it in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamar Chase season not over. Uh, I thought he was gonna massively struggle with Jake Browning, but huge game last week, thirty-two. Um, so that's we huge. were so wrong about Curtis's team last week. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think he said he's like I'm fading you idiots the rest of the yeah. Lives, we so. thought Najee was gonna have a good week. We thought Chase and Metcalf. Well, we thought Chase would be like average, and Metcalf would be bad because we thought the Seahawks get blown out. Yeah, and, and then we thought Ayuk would be really good. <laughs> yeah, and then Ayuk's the only one who, or he had a touchdown as well. I thought they were gonna overturn yeah, he it. He was on good him. enough. But we were like, oh, he's going to have a big week. <laughs> and he fucking ruined my parlay. I needed fucking 20 more yards from him. Asshole. Yeah, Debo is just running all over them. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the, I think these are three good options. Metcalf against San Fran. I, I just now believe in DK again. It's it's hard to say, I guess. But uh, Gino, nice week. Like So I don't know. Are, are the Seahawks back? Are they playing for their season now? We'll see. He had, mean, a, bad, he had a bad game win. against them two weeks ago, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, this The Niners getting uh, kind of turning it on at the perfect time and firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, and the Seahawks are trending in the complete opposite direction. They lost a, a nail-biter last week. Yeah, he's the one I'm actually afraid of out of the three. I think Chase against Indy is very good. And then Ayuk against Seattle should get his like fifteen to twenty. DK yeah, is the boomer I, bust. Yeah, that's who he is. So I, I think he probably returns a pretty good week for him, though. Um, I don't think Seattle's going to look that bad again against the Niners. And then uh, speaking of tight ends, go ahead, pal. Um, yeah, Hawkinson for two straight weeks failed to get above twenty points, so. Still a very boomer bust tight end for me. Um, I'd actually take Jake Ferguson over him this week. Against the Raiders? <laughs> you don't think Hawkinson's yeah. having a good game? No, I would take Jake Ferguson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, I guess. Uh, Ferguson was good, though, so I mean, I, I don't think it's a crazy, crazy take, but it's you just being a dick. The Cowboys take. Are just, Yeah. <laughs> The Cowboys uh, were just having their way throwing the ball last week, though. Yeah, they really did. It's yeah, weird. I yeah. thought Seattle's defense was going to be really good for like the first half of the year, and then I was just like, oh, they might have just played really bad teams. And wasted a second and a fifth round pick on Leonard Williams. Yeah, thank you very much. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think these are two pretty good teams. I, I, think, I think kind of mid-quarterback across the board slight edge running back steve very good receivers i think it's almost a wash um and then tight end pretty good too but i like kurt slightly more i guess i'll give it to kurt he just has more to play for i'm not sure how steve does in a coaching position like with not much left to play for i don't know if he's really gonna get his guys up and ready to play this game meanwhile kurt He'll fire the boys up, get him ready. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Steve. <laughs> His team is stacked, dude. Yeah, the team is definitely stacked, but Drake London and Herbert a little ugly. Um, yeah, 
But meanwhile, that's saying his team has looked stacked on paper all year, and then just underperforms when he needs them most. Yeah, I he I wouldn't be surprised if he had a shit ton of points against as well. But and he also just started zero and six, right? Like it's just he started zero and six. Yeah, it might have been one and six, but still, like that's just hard to overcome. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's do Rasp and Muller. Um, so Muller also fighting for the bye, right with me at eight and five. Again, I have nine points on him, so if he wins or has the same result as I do and uh, scores 10 more points, then he gets the bye. Um, so that's significant. And then Rasp at six and seven, obviously on the outside looking in right now, but he has the most points of those six and seven teams. Um, so he should be in the driver's seat if he wins. He just needs like either a Corey loss, a uh, Curtis loss, um, one thing to consider, Husser out of nowhere has scored a shit ton of points and only has 11 less than him. So he yes. can yeah. he can lose Husser's out on that tiebreaker um, if Husser is able to win. So something to be aware of there. But in general, um, I'd say he's got a pretty likely path if he does get the win here. But that being said, Muller no slouch. Um, he's definitely turning it on this time of year. Um, put a nice 150 piece on me with a tank Dell broken leg. So that wasn't fun. Um, but let's get into it. Tua against Tennessee and then Jalen against Dallas. Um, I guess you could shit on Jalen Hurts one more time. Uh, first you expect uh, yeah. a big game. I mean, I think he's going to have a good game just because he he's kind of an auto rushing touchdown every week. You know, like they looked putrid last week and he still had 23.92 points. So, yeah, I think he's going to have a huge week. Um, It's just, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts looks fucking shitty this year. I'm surprised he's in MVP talks because their record's so good, but they just I don't know. The Eagles are not as good as they were last year. Um, I think they'll find that out in the playoffs pretty quickly. Um, Regardless, uh, for fantasy purposes, yeah, he should have a a pretty big week um but i do think Tua would too right what do you think yeah i think Tua will definitely dice up tennessee um it just kind of always comes down to they don't play the second half <laughs> like like he had as good of a game as you can have against washington and had 19.2 points like yeah it's hard uh he had two like bomb touchdowns they were they had 30 points like before he could blink but they had like a pick six Washington just dicking around, wasting time. Like they ran the ball a shit ton in the second half. Like A Chain had all those touchdowns. It's it's harder for Tua to have a good game than it is for Hertz. Like I, I think Tua, it'll be a similar script to last week. Whereas Hertz, he'll be playing the game the whole time, barring an injury, um, and then like like you said, the rushing touchdowns and just all like the the cheat codes to acquire points that he has um i I definitely lean hurts from a fantasy perspective and speaking of hurts what do you think about them trying to ban the tush push i think it's lame i i think yeah i think it's lame um trust me i hate philly a lot but i mean they literally will be able to run the quarterback sneak extremely well without it 
Like, yeah. I, I think the actual, like, ass-pushing part of it only helps them, like, one out of 20 one. times, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, this week, it helped them on that one touch against the 49ers. The touch yeah. That so, I mean, I, I think it just gives them another excuse that they that they desperately don't need to be really obnoxious and annoying and be like, see, we, yeah. we don't, you could break the rules and we, we could still do it. So I, yeah. I don't want that at all. People hate us. Pe- no, they, they hate us and we don't care, but yet it's all we care about that. They yeah. are so, they're like, don't go on RNFL. It's, it's toxic over there. Like uh, everyone's celebrating it. Like it's their Super Bowl. It's like, well, yeah, everyone hates you. And it's like, why do they hate us? Because you literally have a song about it. You yeah. fucking ass clowns. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I hope. Uh, also, I hope the fucking security guard again is fired and is on welfare and dies yeah. penniless. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck Dom. Well, I don't understand. Why he was, was literally on like, a first name basis out I, of nowhere. I was like, oh my yeah, god. That was the one thing I hated about P- PMT this week. Like, why didn't you tell us about Dom? He's awesome. I was like, no, this he's guy not. fucking sucks. If no, the Giants had somebody like that on the sidelines and this happened, I'd be like, they're well, fucking. We do. Idiots. We got Dable. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we basically do. Yeah. Dable, Dable will fight somebody <laughs> for no reason. But, yeah. like, this guy's. Get, it's it's he gets a fucking linebacker starting all like a pro bowl level linebacker taken out of the fucking game dude like it's insane fuck that guy and fuck the eagles this week yeah yeah (laughs) let's move on uh uh, how do we get on that oh tush push yeah don't ban it i I think that's corn don't ban it though i agree don't ban it don't ban it I think they're gonna if there's this much smoke about it at this point. So, but I want it on the record as the resident Philly hater. I I am for it. I guess. I, I think it it'll work a lot less if Kelsey off. retires. I think that that's more of an impact than yeah. If like fucking Dallas Goddard and his glass jaw pushes someone, like I don't know. Great. Um, running backs: Pollard, Camara, Eckler for Muller. He's riding the three running backs. Um, obviously, he doesn't have Tank Dell, so he's pretty thin at receiver. Um, do you get T. Higgins in as the only thing? I don't know about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you ride the three running backs. Kamara, really good last week. Carolina. Yeah, Kamara. Kamara I mean, that's great 25 when to 30. Snapping, when he snapped that dude's fucking leg in half. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad. I feel so bad Bro, for that I, guy. I saw that on Red Zone. I, I was literally like what and i rewind i had to rewind immediately did you see the video i posted on yeah it? you're all giggly <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy's fucking lie i was dying dude i feel so um, bad for him he's never gonna walk like properly again he was like an older dude you know what, in immediate though? agony you know what there's very few people in life who could say for 10 minutes i was the face of america and everybody was like oh you got fucked up yeah it's not like he's gonna get recognized or even get money like he's just gonna walk around with a limp the rest of his life (laughs) it was sick though (laughs) the video is sick it had to hurt so bad regardless Uh, Kamara against carolina this week smash play um pollard against philly also i think a smash play to be honest with you you think Pollard is all the way back? Yeah, I do. Because I think what they're doing now is they're kind of leaning on Rico Dowdle a little bit more and kind of giving Pollard back to that, like, uh, 
he he's still touching the ball a ton, but it's like he's not having to get those hard nose fucking inside runs as much. Um, I feel like their offenses look a lot better when they're using Dowdle more. Fair enough. Um, and then Eckler against Denver. You still hate him? Bench him. He's so bad. I I, just, I don't know. Who would they, you play, they, though? They, T. Higgins? Like Jerry Judy? He uh, doesn't have great options. Jank Dell going down. I mean, we said last week, start start Debo over Eckler and keep Tank Dell in, but... Tank Dell going down is a huge loss. Um, well, Debo played last week. He did the double Texans and Debo. No, he played Eckler too, though, didn't he? I'm pretty I know, sure. He I know benched, Debo uh, had like 40 points. Against he, benched, <laughs> he benched Nico Collins last week. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, he should perform against Denver. They have a fucking dog shit rushing defense on the year, but. Ugh, I don't know. I I just can't stomach Eckler, and at this point, it's just like you're chasing the name, in my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he done it again. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility, but I, I think it's the best option, and yeah, something that he can reassess come playoff time. But yeah, I, I think you're you're making the right move. Um, Rasps running backs. We were a little high on them last week, just based on Zach Moss having the lion's share of the carries and then Singletary as well. For whatever reason, we were hyped on him. Uh, two bad games from them. Yeah, and Singletary um, against the Jets this week. Not a comfy matchup. Zach Moss against Cincy, maybe a little more optimistic, but still nothing to go crazy about. I mean, the Jags didn't really run the ball crazy on them. No, I mean, I think ETN scored, but he didn't have, like, a gigantic week on the ground. Yeah, he only averaged. He had 11 carries, 45 yards, 71 yards total rushing uh, for the Jaguars last week. So, yeah, I'd agree. I think uh, I'm pretty low on both of these options uh, this week. Yeah, I think he's given up a ton on the running back. Oh, and he's also got Alexander Madison in the flex. I don't really love that a ton. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I just saw it now. I think he had not Jayden... Gus Edwards. He's not going to start Gus Edwards over Devin Singletary. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, Gus has burnt the. All these guys have burnt him. I mean, every run, every one yeah, of these the running backs has had five points. Running backs. Yeah, the life of his running backs is if they don't score, he's fucked. So, I don't know. I don't like Gus against the Rams either. That's a tough de- defense. And then and the Rams have been does he have a time. better receiver? Because I mean, Christian Kirk is out. I'd is probably, the issue. I'd probably play Jaden Reed. Like that's what he, he did streams. last week. Yeah, I like yeah, Reed against Giants. Like, yeah, this guy will score a long touchdown against the New York Giants, or he'll tear his ACL on MetLife, and we'll have another person <laughs> yeah. to add to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Ross needs like two points to clinch the playoffs and just he steps in the Aaron Rodgers sinkhole spot. That's a very that's a very Ras thing to happen. Oh, it would be funny. <laughs> Jaden Reach running it for a fuck it's wide open touchdown, snaps his leg on the three yard line. Yeah, Daniel oh, Jones comes out on crutches like sorry man. <laughs> 
I'd probably put Madison in an RB2 then and then put Jaden Reed in over Singletary. I don't know. These are definitely decisions that I assume aren't final and he's going to do some tinkering, but yeah, you got to get this right because there's definitely some minds you're going to step on here. I feel like he's overthinking the Cowboys defense on the bench too. Well, let's not skip ahead to defense. They've been bad too. They got negative three last week for him though. Oh, dude, I, I like anyone against the Jets, though. <laughs> I think that's a good play. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, let's land the ship here. Uh, receivers, Devontae Smith, DJ Moore for Rasp. I think those are both very good. DJ Moore having a nice season. He's over 1,000 yards. And then Devontae Smith has really come along as well. I, I think he needs 25s from both of these guys to kind of hang in the pocket here. Yeah, Devonta Smith's looked great the last few weeks. Um, it's kind of what I—he's been consistent for about six weeks straight now. But it's kind of what I expected from Devonta Smith all year. I thought he was going to be the featured guy there, but AJ Brown had to cry for five weeks straight to get his targets. So, uh, yeah, I think Devonta Smith will have a good week against Dallas. Um, he had a good one last time they played, caught a touchdown. Um, and then DJ Moore. If Justin Fields is playing, I like DJ Moore because Justin Fields can only target DJ Moore. Um, Why wouldn't Fields be playing? Is he hurt? No, he is. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, so he's great when Justin Fields is in there because Justin Fields just targets him. Um, so, yeah, I, I think both these receivers are good. Um, I think they keep pace, if not outscore uh, the receivers for Muller. Yeah, and then Muller's guys are Nico Collins and Debo. Both had respective very good games last week. Uh, Nico, I think he could really pop off. What's up? Debo had something to prove last week, though. Yeah, no, they both had like 35 points. They they both went off, and I think Nico will continue that with Tank Dell out. I don't know if this is the game against the Jets to really flex your muscles, but something to consider. I I think he'll be a scary guy throughout the playoffs but yeah Debo that was a fucking awesome game <laughs> like that was, yeah. that was really awesome him just killing Philly after he talked shit about them he was throwing two yeah. smalls it it was really really great to see um, yeah these receivers are really coming on for Muller at the right time I'm just I'm a little down on Nico this week because the Jets do, still do have a great passing defense but Debo I think should have a good week against Seattle um, but yeah, I, I think these are four really good receivers. Um, I guess let's just get to tight end. Kelsey against Kyle Stinky Pitts. Uh, Muller also found a gem with fucking Trey McBride. That guy was everywhere last week. Yeah. Uh, obviously has Pitts this week because of the bye. So that's poorly timed. Rast needs a lot from Kelsey. Like if there's ever a week, it's now. Um... Yeah, he like needs 12 to make points up his isn't gonna cut it. He's got to, he's got to make up a gap here. Yeah, and Kelsey just hasn't been pretty much all year. I mean, he had a three week stretch where he was kind of the Kelsey of old, but pretty much all year he hasn't been the same kind of fantasy asset that he has been in, in years past. He's still tight end two, but usually he's tight end one, putting up twenty plus a week guaranteed. Um, he just he's not doing that that much this year um this is the perfect kind of setup for it though this buffalo game should be high scoring and 
you know, I, I think uh, he should have a big week, to be honest with you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, do you Him and Rasheed it, Rice, someone's got to. Yeah, do you think it's enough to give Ras the check mark or Alien and Muller? Uh, I think I got to take Muller. I just think Pollard and Kamara are going to be way too good this week, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm um, doing the same. If Muller loses, it's, in my opinion, it's because he just gets absolutely blasted at the tight end and flex position um somehow with Eckler just completely letting him down and Pitts just completely letting him down yeah I'm going Muller too I, I think this might be this might be a championship team if Nico comes along if Trey McBride like losing like tank that was huge for him that that was a gigantic loss though. yeah but now he just gets all the production of him and nico into one play yeah like, but they were so good that they were both producing yeah i, I think like he'll be able to uh, i think he'll be able to survive and then i i think trey mcbride is really gonna be big too yeah um, yeah now that zach Ertz isn't there either so yeah he's kind of coming along at the right time i mean they drafted him last year um to be like a a force a tight end and it's just like he's being used this year you know yeah i wish i didn't drop him in dynasty fuck oh that's a that's an oof <laughs> well i have mark andrews so i was just like fuck it i don't need this idiot we'll so see. um but yeah i'm going muller so yeah i agree let's swing over let's do travis and Corey. Uh, so Corey, as we mentioned, is on the verge of a massive collapse. <laughs> he was seven and three, talking shit as the one seed, and potentially might fall to seven and seven and miss the playoffs if he cannot beat Travis. Meanwhile, Travis will get the bye if he wins, and me and Muller lose. He's got way more points. So yeah, Travis is in pretty much no matter what. But obviously, crazy shit can happen. Um, let's get into it. Corey Jameis against Carolina, Travis Mahomes against Buffalo. I mean, let's start with Jameis. Do you like that out of the waiver wire as the best option against Carolina? They do stink. Jameis will air it out. Does he get to 20 points? My God. I just... No. I I don't think so. (laughs) Why? As much as I... Just because, like, he came in in relief in Minnesota and he threw two touchdowns at 120 yards and he still only scored eight points because he turns the ball <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, if he gets 20 points, it's because he threw for four touchdowns and three interceptions. Like, it's... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think this is the matchup, if you're going to have a good matchup, is against Carolina... They've had some pretty low scoring games the last few weeks against them. Um, I don't know. I I don't love Jameis. Um, I like Jameis's pass catching op- options because of him being in there. But I don't love Jameis. Um, I don't know. I I I would probably play him over. I definitely would play him over Dobbs. I think it's hard to. I think him and Jake Browning is a th- discussion, though. I-, I think that's a discussion. I dropped Gino as well earlier today. 
I wouldn't start Geno against the 49ers. That's what I thought against the Cowboys, and look what he did. Yeah, but the 49ers, they're going to house the Seahawks. That's fair, but I, gi- I give Corey a lot of credit for going back to the gym as well after having. I think you think he's doing it for the memes, and he's just gonna. I, I could see Corey doing this for the memes all week, and then he switches to Jake Brown in like five minutes. I don't think kickoff. Corey really memes fantasy. I, I think he yeah. wants to win. But I could see him changing, like, tinkering and putting Jameis Winston on the bench for Jake Browning five minutes before kickoff, and then he loses because he started Jake Browning instead. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize he had Jake Browning on his team. Yeah, I think that's worth thinking about. Yeah, it could be a meme. Okay. I I, I was like, I, wouldn't, I don't think he would dick around if they were on the waiver wire, but yeah. I mean, you got me, so... <laughs> Let's go to Trav. Mahomes against Buffalo. Mahomes has been so bad. It's crazy. Yeah. 13 points last week. Like that's killer from a, from any quarterback. Not to mention Dude, he's one been you doing took this in like a second like round. Last, the last like 2 years that he hasn't been like a uh, he's been so like he has his gigantic games but then he has like the games where it's just, like he gives you like 19 points like a regular quarterback cuz he doesn't run it, you know? So, like, it's like, yeah, he's an amazing real-life quarterback, but, like, he needs to have gigantic games for fantasy, and he just hasn't had them, really, this year. I mean, we're, we're hyping up this Buffalo-KC shootout, like, if not now, then when for Mahomes, you know? Yeah, I think this has to be the week, um, like, a, a kind of big week for him this week. Um, it's just hard. It's hard because like there's very, definitely a world too where Pacheco just gets like some goal line touchdowns and they still have a big week. So I think this has to be the week for Mahomes, but I'm definitely concerned about him the rest of the year just because he just hasn't had to put up points. Mm-hmm. And then running backs Bijan and Gibbs for Corey, and he's got Chuba Hubbard in the flex. Um, Chuba had a nice game last week. I guess we'll start there. I don't like how much investment he's got in this New Orleans-Carolina game. Yeah. Uh, What's the over-under on this game? I need to know. 33. You're saying that? No. What is that? That's hilarious. It's... Hold on, hold on. It's uh, New Orleans who? Carolina? Yeah, 37 and a half. Wow, it's not that low. I guess I'm surprised it's that high. Rasp also gave me the insight that apparently there's going to be like windstorms across the entire country and unders are going to be hot. Nice. Nice. Some shitty throwing conditions. Um, But yeah, I don't don't know. The good thing about Chuba Hubbard is Miles Sanders isn't shit. So that's something. And I don't know. I mean, they didn't win either of these last two games, but they were in both of them, I guess, for all four quarters. Tampa Bay, Tennessee, like they had chances to tie and potentially win like early in the fourth. So that kind of like allows them to run the ball and kind of keep that script together. Um, and I, I don't yeah, know if Davis is going to light them up to remove him from the game, but. Really, you're really trying to get yourself to be like confident a little bit in Chuba this week. <laughs> I don't know why he's not playing like Jordan Addison or something, or JSN, I would or play like Chuba. a receiver, or Noah Brown. Oh, I would definitely play Noah Brown over Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I don't know. 
Once you said I, I was trying really hard, now. you're like, I am trying really hard. <laughs> There's better options on the bench. I Yeah, I'd probably even play JSN over him, potentially. I, I don't know. Um, I don't love it. And then going back to the other running backs, though, Bijan, you know, he's kind of coming on a little bit the last few weeks. He kind of – he was getting the touches last week. It's just like the Jets – that game was just that Ill. game was horrible. Like Renner just couldn't move <laughs> that the ball. That game was painful. Um, I could see this game being like that too, though, with the Bucks. Um, their rushing defense pretty pretty strong, and I could just see, yeah, I I could just see you know a fucking grind it out thirteen seventeen game this week in Tampa Bay. Um, on the flip side, Gibbs in Chicago. Chicago's defense has been better of late. But he did have a big week against them the last time they played. I would expect Detroit to be fine this week against Chicago. So I like Gibbs. I think Bijan, I'm just kind of... It's a floor week for him, in my opinion. And then Travis's side, ETN, A-Chain. Yeah, he's just playing those two. A-Chain seems to be coming along a lot. Um, The trade definitely not as lopsided, potentially, as we memed. Um, if H chain I mean, is a twenty-five point running back, like that's huge, huge, huge. Especially with ETN slowing down a little bit, um, he's banged yeah, up. It's just, what happened to him? He just ended up like we basically swapped Kyron William and H chain basically. Yeah, because Kittle hasn't been great for me, <laughs> to be honest. And Moster had one good week. Everybody was crying about the trade. This is what always happens, though. Yeah, it kind of always does. Like, it, it never it never works out how it how it appears. I feel. Um, but yeah, a chain against Tennessee should be huge. Uh, we talked about the Dolphins going up big on Tennessee and then taking their foot off the gas, but that doesn't mean they stop running the ball, as we saw with a chain. Even Mostert gets fourth quarter touchdowns as well. Like, they'll run the ball the whole second half, and I think that that bodes well for him. You know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And then I would say for ETN, playing a tough defense in the Browns, um, but they're kind of middle of the pack when it comes to rushing defense for fantasy running backs. Um, I also think they're going to have to lean on him a little bit more this week, um, just with kind of uh, Trevor Lawrence being out. And then A-Chain, yeah, I think he's going to have a big week, to be honest with you. I would lean uh, Travis's running backs over Corey's this week. And then receivers, Corey's got Amon Ra and Rashi Rice. Again, we talked about the other receivers kind of slotting in for the flex. I think he should consider that. Um, but Amon Ra against Chicago is a smash. And then Rashi Rice, are we fully believers? If he is anything that resembles a number one receiver, like he's kind of been made out to be the past couple weeks, like you got to figure he scores in this presumable shootout. Um, yeah, I would. I, so yeah. I would expect him to have a good week this week. Um, both of Corey's guys, honestly, I would expect to have pretty big weeks this week. Uh, it's just Rasheed Rice. It's like I'm expecting this game to be high scoring. So, like you said, like he needs to score a touchdown in this game. And then Amon Ra, I think it's just like the the Lions need to show like, okay, hey, like we're not gonna just sputter to the end here. Like we're gonna win some games and put some distance, like put an actual fight into the first seed. So 
Yeah, um, I think both these receivers should have good weeks this week. Yeah, issue with Amon Ra is just like there's other touchdown scorers like on the team. Like they obviously mm-hmm. have a shit ton of running touchdowns, like between Williams and then now recently Gibbs, and then Laporta eats into it too. And then if we're running end arounds to JMO, it's like it, it kind of has kept some of his really really good weeks from being nuclear. Like he doesn't have like the three touchdown game or things along those lines. Like now would be a nice time for that. You got to figure, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then Trav side, the return of Justin Jefferson against Vegas, and then Pittman, who's been a beast, beast. That overtime route was pretty nasty. Yeah. And then Puka Nakua um, banged up, but I think he is going to play. Um, I yeah. mean, he went back into the game twice with the same injury. Um, AC joint injuries are usually bad for um, quarterbacks, obviously. It's not great if you're a receiver, don't get me wrong, but... Um, I, I think he should be fine. Does Puka Nakua have the same haircut as Jersey Jerry? No, I think he's got like some sort of weird Native American mullet. A Jersey Jerry okay. had something like that, but I, I, now Jersey yeah, Jerry's just got the like the crew cut. Well, he's trying to grow it back out again, but his haircut looks terrible. Um, Puka Nakua's haircut looks fucking weird too. Um, he's kind of got sorry. a block just, Lego head. I was just looking at his picture, and I was like, that looks like Jersey Jerry. Um, yeah, Puka should be good. Baltimore's defense has been has been relatively good this year. It's just I, I kind of expect this Ram-Baltimore's game to be pretty uh, back and forth. Um, both these teams are pretty, pretty good right now. Um, Pittman, like you said, he's been a beast pretty much all year. Um, he's going to get fed targets with Minshew. Um, I like him. Jefferson, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Uh, Dobbs, no cousins, and, you know, on the road in Las Vegas. I, I don't know. I mean, he's Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to fade him, but I, I, I'm I curious, like, how much he's used uh, his first game back. Yeah, it's nice that Trav has a dry run here before the playoffs to kind of see that. I mean, no matter what, you're not going to bench him. He'd have to have no targets. Like for, And even still, I'd probably be like, all right, bounce back. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see the full strength of Travis's team here now that he has Jefferson back. And it's definitely scary because like we were saying, like Pittman, that was just a monster game. And like Minshew yeah. loves him. They throw the ball. They're in these wacky 30 point games. Like it's yeah. just a and good very formula much, for good fantasy players. And I very much like a receiver in the flex over a running back. Yeah, and he and now Trav doesn't have to play like Thielen and Godwin and hang on to like those lucky breaks that he had early. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. now he can just play good guys and kind of yep. be good. Um, tight end Dalton Kincaid, I, I think that's an edge over Najoku on Corey's side. Um, again, Kincaid's come along in the second half. If he's like the major tight end that we expect him to be, like I think he's got to get in the end zone in this Kansas City Buffalo game. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure. I saw that they activated Dawson Knox, like his practice window, but I don't think he's playing this week. Yeah, and um, he never was as good of a receiver as Dalton appears to be as well. No, not at all. It's he's, just he's that kind of Josh a blocking Carlo. tight end that you can scheme open and is there for the checkdowns. Like Dalton mm-hmm. Kincaid, they use like down the middle of the field. As well as in the yeah. red zone. 
like a true tight end. Mm-hmm. And then in Joku, did he have a good game with Flacco? No. So he's the only one who didn't eat from Flacco. So yeah, I think Corey can make up some points here. Um, but yeah, in general, I think he's gonna have to because I think he's got a huge gap at pretty much every other position. Yeah, he's got to he's got to figure out the running backs and get a receiver that scores in there. Like he, he and make sure he's okay with his quarterback. Yeah. And then get a kicker in as well. Um, and there's a bit strong possibility the Dolphins' defense is, has another gigantic week. They've looked really good the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm picking Trav. I think Trav eliminates Corey here. Yeah, I think... So Corey, basically, if he loses, he has no chance of making the playoffs, right? Uh, if he loses, Rasp can lose, Husser can lose, and he needs to outscore you by 31 in a loss, so it's pretty unlikely. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Travis here. But who knows? I mean, Amon Ra and Rasheed Rice could pop the fuck off, and we could look like idiots. But I just think Jefferson and Pittman have higher likelihood of popping off. Um, yeah. But yeah Gordon, I like Poop and Pittman this week. At least we got Juan Soto, so baseball's right around the corner. Hang in there. All right, let's calm down with the baseball talk. <laughs> and then, last but not least, you versus Husser. This is a fun one. Uh, a true elimination game. Um, and then even if you win, you might need help. You kind of need a bit of help, honestly. You'll clinch with yeah. two of three. Two of these three occurring. Rasp losing, which I think we just faded. Uh, Corey loss and not getting outscored um, by 31, so that's pretty likely. And then Curtis loss and you outscore him by 42 and a half, so that's pretty unlikely. Um, so mainly you need Corey and Rasp to lose as well as you to take care of business. Um, I would say the likeliest outcome is Corey loses, Rasp wins, and I also lose or win. Um, I think Rasp's got the best shot of the three. Against Mahler, I, we'll see. <clears throat> we shall see. Um, and then Husser, on the other hand, also at 6-7. and seven, He'll get in two of these five occurring. Rasp losing. Rasp wins, but he outscores Rasp by 11. Corey losing. Curtis losing. Uh, and then the Trav one is pretty uh, unlikely. But yeah, um, so you need some wins and some Corey and Curtis losses, essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, control what you can control, and that's beat the man in front of you. So you have Lamar against the Rams. He's got Purdy against the Seahawks. Uh, go ahead and talk Lamar. How are we feeling? Um, I'm feeling like this is a pretty big letdown spot for me from Lamar. It just seems like it's back and forth with him. Um, it's just he's just not scoring touch. Like he's not like. He's very hit or miss with if he gets the touchdowns or not. And in that Chargers game, they look terrible on offense. They just look so lost. Um, kind of seemingly were able to move the ball and just couldn't execute. Um, I don't know. Um, you need it I don't now, love though. It. I don't love it against the Rams, who I think are a pretty good team. They're coming off a bye, so they should play well. Uh, but we'll see. I do need it. Um We'll see. I, I, I don't know. I, lo- I love the ceiling of Lamar, but I don't love the 
fact that I like the quarterback on the other side of the aisle better than him. And that is Purdy, um, who really is just proving everyone wrong. Um, he's more than assistant yeah. quarterback. I'd, I'd agree with, I'd lean on your side of the, oh no, wait, who was saying he wasn't yeah, MVP? I, was, I, don't, I was very pro-Purdy in the chat. Oh, I, I think everyone's pro Purdy. Um, but yeah, Travis was anti Purdy because he hates the Forty ers Yeah, it's so funny. He has like the same like vitriol for like the Cardinals that we do for the Eagles, and I'm just like, come yeah. on, man. I, I know it's a division <laughs> rival, but <laughs> what the fuck have they ever done to you? <laughs> um, but yeah, Purdy against the Seahawks. We'll see. I mean, the the Niners look like the best team in the league again. Like, they were the first five weeks of the season. They dudded up for a bit when they were injured. But yeah, it seems Purdy like they're firing. The Less left tackle in football, yeah. Yeah, so it seems like they're firing. You definitely need Lamar to keep pace with him, though. Like, if you want yes. any shot. Like, this is a premium draft pick versus someone that Husser, like, misclicked on. So Yeah. <laughs> the Husser didn't even realize was on his bench till week four after we told him to start him over Justin Fields for four weeks. <laughs> That's why you listen to the pod, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think it's pretty even. I like the Lamar rushing upside. It's just we haven't really seen it. So it'd be nice if he got a rushing touchdown or two. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's got to get going. Um, running backs, Javante and Kyron for you. You can talk about them. Yeah, uh, Javante also don't feel very confident about him. Um, Why no Mostert? Because I think he's completely seated at the backfield to H-Pain at this point. Um, I, I don't I don't. You I don't think like both can Tennessee. eat against Tennessee? We'll see. I'm considering it. It's just Javante has the better matchup in Los Angeles. I, I, I just hope that the Broncos can kind of show up in this game. Uh, I don't know. What does Javante showing up look like, though? Like I don't know. His I'm, good games hard. are the same as Mostert's bad ones. I'm also considering Jerome Ford over Javante. Boy, you just in have... fact, Jerome Ford, I think I like more because now Trevor Lawrence isn't starting. It's just hard. Um, I, I don't know. Dang, you going three running I... backs, or what's your plan? No shot. I can go. I, I don't think I can go three running backs this week because I really need points. So I think Javante is probably going to get benched. Um, and I would say he's probably going to get benched for Jerome Ford, to be honest with you. But you like Kyron? Yeah, love Kyron. He's just used so much. I don't care if he's playing Baltimore. Um, they just give him the ball 20 plus times a game. Um, He's looked really good with the ball in his hands, and he scores touchdowns. So I love Kyron. Um, I just don't know what I'm going to do with this RB2 spot yet. Okay. And then on Husser's side, Pacheco and Gainwell. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, yeah I mean, Taylor's still out, unless Kenneth out Walker game. is back. But... Yeah, so I mean... No, you, Kenneth you... Walker is not practicing. So uh, you luck out there good. with Gainwell. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'll have a huge Otherwise, day. I'd have no chance. Yeah, I, I don't think Gainwell will be used at all. Um, and there's nothing better on the waiver wire. And the Pacheco, I think he'll have a fine day. Um, I know he's dealing with some kind of injury, but um, 
I'm expecting a high-scoring game, so I wouldn't be surprised if Pacheco has a good week against Buffalo. Receivers, you got Evans, Flowers, and Lockett. Uh, Evans, obviously, has been getting sucked off all week, um, but really great season from him. Um, I feel like everyone, again, could have drafted him and opted against it, so props to you there. Um, I think that's the one I like the most of these three. It's not even like... It's not even like he's getting having a good season because he's like getting over targeted or anything like that. Like, yeah, he's getting a good chunk, of, a healthy chunk of targets from Baker. It's just like Evans just being it's been a monster all year, like on the football field. Um, yeah, no doubt. Um, Flowers, you'd like him to get in the end zone. Um, if you want a shot, you want that stack to be going. I mean, stacks just yeah. really get going with touchdowns, so. This is a pure, hey, I really need these points. I need these points. Um, so I'm expecting Zay to have a good week this week, especially since it's week two without Mark Andrews in the lineup. And then you're going Lockett over Garrett Wilson and then all the running backs we talked about. Um, yeah, I don't, I still know. don't know about that either. I can't put Garrett Wilson in my lineup. He can, I think. <laughs> He's had decent games with Zach at certain points, and Houston's D isn't crazy. Lockett, I think, is a little... You're playing with fire there, I think. He should have had a monster week against the Cowboys. He dropped, like, two wide-open looks. And he had six points against the Niners last time. Now they're in Santa Clara. Uh, it's hard. Like, I really don't like my matchups this week. It's just I'm having... I'm struggling with the thought of putting Garrett Wilson into my lineup. He has sunk me so... He has fucked me so much this season, dude. Not having a legit wide receiver. Like, not having that... I'm lucky I have Evans. If I didn't have Evans, my I would be fucked. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, you you definitely have some decisions to make. I I think Javante should be out, and I think Lockett should be out, and then I don't know what combination of Wilson, Ford, or Mostert. I think I just have. I, I think do. I have to put Mostert in with the thought that they're just going to score on Tennessee, and, and he's I gonna think get a they will. Yeah, I, th- I think you're a little then, afraid to play Mostert because you're like. I think everyone's in your head a little bit about you winning the trade and stuff, so you want to like downplay Mostert, but fuck that, dude. You you got to win. You got to get in the playoffs here. No, but part of me also thinks that I th- I I mean, I literally wasn't lying when I said I thought AJ was going to be the RB one for the rest of the year. Like he's, I don't know. I I think what I'm going to end up doing is probably putting in Mostert, and then I think at flex it's going to have to be. I, I I can't play Garrett Wilson. It's gonna be it's probably gonna be Jerome Ford, realistically. Okay. And then on Husser's side, uh Tyreek Hill, Olave, Brandon Cooks. I guess the only consideration This is where I lose this week. This is where I lose this week. I mean Hill's a no brainer against Tennessee. That's horrifying. You just gotta hope yeah. he gets his two touchdowns and sits down. Um yep. Olave against Carolina is also scary, especially if Jameis is just especially fucking shucking. Yep. Um, and then Cooks versus Gabe Davis, I think, is interesting. 
I think you ride with her. They're both in the the games of the week. Cooks might be safer. He's been Cook. better of late. I would start Cook. He's the Cowboys are good. I think he's going to have another good week. Yeah. So these are some scary receivers. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. Um. I need Lamar to have a big week. Yeah. Like, that's what I need. And you got to avoid stepping on the mine in the flex, whether that be the wrong running back or the wrong locket. This is definitely the first week where I bench Garrett Wilson and he blows up. It's hard. The Jets don't score touchdowns, though, as well. I, I keep coming back to that. I'm just thinking that Jerome Ford for the Cleveland Browns will get a ton of work against Jacksonville, but the Browns just keep using Kareem Hunt too. Like they're yeah. hell bent on giving him ten horrible touches a week or more, and it just sucks. It sucks so bad, dude. How like Jerome Ford had that thirty-yard touchdown in the first quarter last week, dude? And I was like, hell yeah, Ford's gonna finally have like another big week. Like they're gonna use him because he's got Flacco. Nope. Like it, it, it's it's the worst. Yeah. Um. I guess on a brighter note, you should have an advantage at tight end. You need Kittle to show up now. Uh, I don't think he'll go Conklin. I assume he'll go back to Komet. Um. Maybe he does. Who's also pretty good with Justin Fields, but yeah, he's been pretty. He's had some pretty putrid weeks too. So yeah. Um. You sound, you don't sound too confident in yourself. No, it's just hard because I have a lot of guys who I think from a real football perspective, like they're good players. It's just from fantasy, the just game script isn't there for them this week. Yeah. If you if you were building a real football team, you got you guys would you'd run the ball. Yeah, if we were building a real football team, we'd be running the triple fucking option <laughs> with Lamar Jackson. And then Garrett Wilson and Mike Evans would just be unstoppable. I think you just need to be an actual NFL GM and quit fantasy, I think. You just have a, yeah. a, a real eye for team building. Yeah, we'll get to down bad portion when we talk about the Giants. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'm going to pick Husser. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I I actually already wrote that in for you, assuming you'd pick that. So, you're your favorite by eleven points. That's weird. I'd say I'm not surprised that I am because of the way ESPN projections work. It's just they don't account for the fact that Jameis Winston is gonna add twenty points <laughs> on Olave's projection and. I don't think about the fact that the, the Cowboys are probably going to, like, you know, these projections, like, are just stupid. So it's like, what do we think the actual games are going to look like? And then it's like, hey, if I expect the Cowboys to throw, you know, if I expect Dak Prescott to throw three touchdowns, they're not all going to go to CeeDee Lamb. So it's like, yeah, I think Brandon Cooks and Jake Ferguson both have good chances at getting a touchdown this week, you know? Yeah. But yeah, are you picking yourself? One yeah, last I'm ride. taking myself. I would. Here's what I would say. Best case scenario this week: the Eagles lose and I win in fantasy. Worst case scenario: the Eagles win and Husser wins in fantasy. This could be a <laughs> absolute. This could be one of the worst weeks ever of this season, Billy. 
Because I'll never hear the end of it from Husser. And that's that's just what I'm at. Husser just always comes out on top in these situations. Yes, <laughs> he does. He fucking the only time I ever come out on top against Husser has been Ohio State, Michigan. That's the only time where I've and been like, right who the cares? last three years. We don't even give a fuck about yeah. <laughs> I know, but he's fu- he does always come out on top in these fucking situations, dude. So I'm sorry, Poe. I, I hope I'm wrong. But um I hope you're fucking wrong too. But yeah. Let's let's get some NFL picks in. You wanna you wanna go first? Yeah, over cow I I don't even know what the line is, but over Cowboys Eagles. I'm d- over fifty two. I was gonna I do the same thing, but uh I'll allow okay. you to make up some grounds. So No, I'll we can do it. No, let's, no, no, no. let's do it. No no no. You sure? Yeah, okay. that's no fun. Um but yeah, we talked about that a lot. I'm expecting fireworks. I hope it's really fun. I hope it's really good. Um, and yeah, I hope I don't get triggered by them talking about that fucking tubby bastard too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the pick a lot. I'm going to go on the complete other end of the spectrum. I am going under 30. That's right. 3-0. Oh. Steelers, Pats. <laughs> I think... How are these teams going to score... 15 each like the Steelers were gonna... terrible against the Cardinals like Trubisky was not an upgrade over Pickett he looked horrible and the Patriots they, they can't do anything right like yeah they're they both. can't do anything right anything they weren't even close to scoring I just literally the implied points here right the Steelers <laughs> the Steelers are six point favorites 18 on a to 12. 30 point game. That's insane. That's, it's 18, and 18 to 12. Well. I don't think either That's of them ex- get to that. I can't see. It's like a. If somebody scores a touchdown, it's the it's game over, basically. Like um, 17 to 3, and I cover by 10 points. Like, give me a break. Yeah. This is a no brainer. And I know yeah. I, I know I'm way late on this, and this has been bought down, but I'm playing it as it lies, and th- this is still easy. I think under thirty. Yeah, I was gonna like before the podcast started, I was like gonna make a whole joke about how you're a pussy if you don't bet the over in this game. But <laughs> the more we just talked about, like when we were talking about Najee Harris and Zeke, I was like, this game is gonna be disgusting. Dude, that would be torture to bet the over in that game. Like, yeah, I, I know people say betting the under is torture, but it's like betting an over with anemic, terrible offenses is way worse. <laughs> it is yeah, so you're like these you're just teams begging like, them to do score. something. And then, like, so, one, one will cross the, like, the 50 and then turn over, like, fumble, penalties. Like, no, th- this is going to be horrible. Outdoor in Pittsburgh, too, it's going to be cold and shitty. Yeah, under 30. Yeah, this is gross. You're up. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the gross unders. Um, I just feel like they've, they've been great. Um, I'm going to go... <laughs> God, this is gross too. I'm gonna go under 39 and a half Buccaneers Falcons. Um, I don't know. I don't see a world where Desmond Ritter throws more than one touchdown. I don't think Bijan's really gonna score this week. Um, I don't know. Falcons Bucks. It just screams like a 2017 game, 21-17. Like barely hits the under. Um, it's not gonna be good though. 
I like that pick. I, I do. I I think there's a lot, a lot of ugly games, a lot of bad quarterbacks. Like I think you can pick out a lot of unders here. Um, but I'm gonna pick a side here, just to kind of be a little different. Um, I am going to go. Give me my fantasy team. Give me the Bills plus one and a half against KC. I think it's a little ratty, but I, I think the Chiefs are just kind of shitty right now. The Bills are playing for their Surprise season. They're only one and a half point dogs on the road. I mean, I, I think typically it would be higher, but um, yeah, I, I think I, I think they'll be able to score. I, I've liked their offense as like turnover prone and shitty as it's been for stretches. Like they've done more than I've seen from the Chiefs, especially recently. Um, yeah, and if this is just a crazy shootout, then they're down. They're bound to win one of these coin flips eventually. So, give me the Bills, um, one and a half. Okay, uh, to round it out. Oof, man, I really want to take the uh, Giants. No, absolutely not. I don't want to take the Giants. I really want to take the under in another game this week, but it just seems. I don't. I, I also feel like this might be a little too good to be true. Um, so I, I'm gonna take. Uh, I hate that I don't have the hook in this game, but I'm I'm gonna do uh, Cowboys minus three and a half. I don't know. I just think they beat the Eagles this time around. Yeah, the, hat, the three and a half is always so hard to take the minus of, but yeah. I mean, we've seen the Eagles can lose big uh, last week, so. And I feel like the public should be all over the Eagles with the hook. I don't know. It's possible, but I also think it could be a slight overreaction to the Eagles getting fucked the week prior. I don't know if that happens again. I mean, the Cowboys should have beat them last time they played. Yeah. I mean... They're a foot falling out of bounds on a two-point conversion, some shitty penalties, and Jake Ferguson not getting a yard on a catch away from being in the driver's seat in the NFC. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I'd lean them, but yeah, three and a half is just always scary for me. Like if uh, I was putting money, real money down, I wouldn't take a minus three and a half. I'd probably bet the Eagles with the hook. But in this, like it doesn't. I I just think the Cowboys are gonna win. Okay, last pick. Uh, I'm going over Colts Bengals forty four. Um, Minshew's just put up points all year, and the Colts have given up some points through the air. And Browning seems capable enough to do some damage on offense. They only need to each score 22. I think that's extremely possible, unless this is part of that fucking wind tunnel and I get banged. But I, I could, It is in Cincinnati. Is that a windy place? I, I just know it's shitty there. I, it's I Ohio. Yeah, I mean, it's shitty. I just know it sucks know and like poor people is, live there. But that's <laughs> <laughs> all I know about Ohio. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll go over forty four. Uh, I think this can be a fun game, uh, some fun backup quarterback action, and fun quarter fun backup quarterbacks that like can do things. So yeah, that's I'll, what you hope. But then you realize like halfway through the game when you're not hitting the over, and you're like, oh shit, I forgot yeah. these guys actually aren't that good. Minshew's <laughs> done it all year though. I I know road Minshew's, but he has had some bad. He has had some bad weeks. 
Yeah, I don't know. In all honesty, I'm kind of diggy. I, I don't even so really like the Bills potential. pick. <laughs> but... All right, so just hijacked the weather because I was just wanted to see. Uh, twelve Wind, 12 miles per hour, 62% chance of rain and wet snow in the morning. Run the ball. Zach Moss season. I don't know. I, I honestly am looking at this board. I don't really love it. It's just a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Divisional games and like low over unders. Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm not act, I'm not gonna take that in week, real life. To but, be yeah. The only the only game I'm thinking of like actually putting money on is this Eagles Cowboys game because I'm kind of wondering if like uh, I I think I might bet the over. Um, like I, I, that's the only one I could see is like I'd probably bet the over in that game because I think it's gonna be high scoring and then maybe the over in the Bills Chiefs game. Yeah, I, I'm excited for those two games and I hate everything else on the schedule. I'll watch every second of it, but um, but yeah, not not the funnest Sunday, but a week fourteen regular season fantasy finale nonetheless. So thank you guys very much, and uh, should be a good one. Um, yeah, but- and I think uh, next week we're gonna have plans to we're gonna do the playoff preview, and then also I'm putting together a year in review uh, to go back to our first episode at. I mean, tell me what, if you think this is, would be a good idea, but I'm thinking uh, have like a where we were right and where we were wrong kind of segment. <laughs> I think we definitely do that. Do we save it and do the coaches' interviews again for next week? Uh, or do you think it was a dud? Oh, yeah. We're going to have Mueller again as the issue. <laughs> You're right. Let's. You know what? Cut this part, actually, Billy. No, no, let's, leave it, let's... leave it, leave it. Okay, all right. Um, let's let's get uh opinions in the group chat then like do you guys want to do coaches yeah, interviews, sound off in the like comments that? yeah i, th- I think the coaches the- interviews can be fun I-, I think we kind of it was a little corny when we like had like doofy jokes and stuff i think just like 10 minutes of conversation and banter is better o- obviously we prepare questions and like ask good things but um yeah, I'm but not, also I'm not going to try to be fucking could, Shane Gillis over here this time, and I think it'll be a little better. We could walk through their lineups with them. Like, I think that's that's more together. so the direction we take, and then with yeah, slight roasting. Yeah, I think that would be more fun, and then they shit on each other in... Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you guys like that idea, let us know. Um, but yeah, let's talk Giants quickly. Not a ton to talk about. Obviously, the bye week last week. Packers, I, I think we're a little disrespecting this game. I, I think the uh, like the line is kind of crazy. Dogs. What's up? Six and a half point home dogs. You Six mean? and a half is a lot. And like I, I know the Packers have been playing better of late, but I, I think it's a slight overreaction to what happened last week. I think we're going to come in decently prepared, at least from a defensive standpoint, coming off a bye. And like you said, we have played better defense. I don't know if I'm expecting a win. I'm kind of fine with a win at this point. Like, I, I've flip flopped on this 99 times, but now I'm seeing that like Jaden Daniels and like that second tier of quarterbacks are kind of um, projected to go really fucking good. a little bit, a little further back. But yeah, also good. But then again, also all like the tea leaves are extremely obvious. I feel like we're going to be paying Daniel Jones a shit ton of money next year. I just 
don't see us investing a first round pick. I, I think we're gonna take like Malik Penix Neighbors. Is growing on me. And Penix, Penix will be in there in like the second round. Bit. Like I he I'd be he stunned if really, he's a first rounder really good. with the injuries. He looked good in that Oregon game, dude. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it um now. It's a developmental prospect. Like obviously ideally we're not picking this high again. But I mean I we're not gonna move off DJ like Especially when he didn't Dude, even have the opportunity stop. to suck again. We have to. We have to. I think we can't go into next year with him as the option. I'm. I'm just. I think be he'll honest. be. The, I think, think he'll out. be the starter. I think he'll be the starter. But I think we'll have like. I think a second round quarterback. I don't think we're taking one in the first round. Um. I'd be... If if we don't take Jaden Daniels and we have the opportunity to take him, I'm gonna be extremely annoyed. Like extremely annoyed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll we'll and, take a receiver and like supplement the line and then get like listen, a I, I'm completely in the second cool or something. That. I don't know. I'm completely cool with taking Malik Neighbors. Um, or honestly, I would rather Roma Dunze. Neighbors Dude's a Dunze fucking... and the Florida State guy are all very sick. I think a Dunze is fucking a mon- He's what six three because he's a four three. He's like the, more of a jump that. ball guy, though, and like I feel like we've seen Daniel Jones not succeed with that. I think yeah, this... but I'm not working with the thought that we're going to have Daniel Jones. I'm working with the thought we're going to have a, a rookie quarterback. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, I'm just saying, like based on how we've drafted in the past, like I think they value like the separation, which is like your neighbors, yeah, versus so like your jump ball neighbors. possession receiver. Like I, I think we're going to want like the quick, the crisp route runner. Um, and there's also that one guy uh, out of Oregon, right? What's his name? Vincent him, Troy honestly. or something like that. Let me see. I kind of just started listening to draft podcasts this week and like reading a bit. Um, Troy, I think it's Troy Franklin out of Oregon. He's a receiver. Um, yeah, I haven't really heard shit about him, honestly. He's like the so guy I know there's the other Ohio State there. guy. Um, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. Area, I got. I got to see where we're drafting it. too, because it's just right now. It's like we're at like seven, so it's like a little early for like Jaden Daniels, from what I'm reading. And then right now, it's looking like Malik Neighbors, based on where we currently are in the draft. And I'd be down for that. Like I, I know I'm not. I don't know. DJ obviously no. doesn't excite me at all, but. I'm just saying they already paid him and we're not able to get out of it. Like, like if you've already invested a fifth of the cap or whatever the fuck the math comes out to in no, a quarterback, not you're not going to also in, invest a top 10 pick into that same position and like potentially still not get... like That's just not how to build a team. I just think that you have to also take into account that if they feel confident enough to go into this season with Daniel Jones again and it blows up in their face a second year in a row, they're all losing their job. Yeah. So I think that if I that's why they take the second or third bad. round kid and like you Ugh, I'm just so sick of it. I'm so sick I of am, the I am too, but road. we do, this is what happens when fucking Tommy Cutlets wins two meaningless games. <laughs> like we're yeah, not but we're not in guaranteed draft the quarterback mode. We're we're in And hey, I got news, this Packers Aiden, game is winnable too. 
I really... Yeah, I feel that way too. It definitely is winnable, but <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, there's a world where we do take Malik Neighbors at 7, and then we trade back up into the first and take a Jaden Daniels. Oh, I know? mean, that would be hype. <laughs> that's what that's what I mean, where I think Jaden Daniels is 1,000% going in the first round. Yeah, he's probably There's going, like, top 10. absolutely no chance. And honestly, he's probably going top 10. There is so many teams that need quarterbacks. The Patriots need a quarterback. The Steelers might think of taking a quarterback. The Buccaneers might take a quarterback. The Falcons might take a quarterback. The Bears are probably going to take a quarterback. The fucking Browns, potentially, because of how bad Watson's contract might take a quarterback. The Saints need a quarterback. The fucking Jets need a quarterback. Like, the Rams, like the Rams, might take a quarterback. You know, Stafford's on his way out. The Vikings might take a quarterback. The Raiders need a like. There's the quarterbacks in the NFL are so bad right now, Billy. Like we need like this is going to be. I feel like one of the best quarterback drafts in a while. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I know I know. I just it's just if we picked up the fucking fifth year option instead of extending like we would just but be that in wasn't prime. the right choice either yeah. it was we would just be in prime position but i just don't know i don't know if they're gonna Our, do it the choice we made was fine it's just like don't let it ruin a second season in a row is what i'm saying i know he was bad i i don't think it's all on him like but just look at how much a quarterback can change a team yeah, like CJ Stroud literally changed the the Texans into a playoff contender. Their line is not good. Like their receiving options before this year, like listen, yeah, Tank Dell is really good, and I I thought Nico Collins was like an all right wide receiver too, you know, but like he just elevates them because he's such a good passer. So it's like, can a quarterback fix it? No, but. Hey, if the Giants can score for the first time in six years more than 20 points a fucking game and make the product watchable, and hey, maybe we're not a playoff contender, but we win six, seven, eight games and it's fun, like, I'd much rather that than what we've been getting the last fucking decade, dude. Yeah. Half decade. I'm frustrated too, but I'm also prepared. I'm down so bad, so going back to why I'm down so bad, by the way... I literally was like, all right, I, I restarted a Madden franchise and imported the 2024 draft class. But, like, it's out of date, so, like, they don't have the updated numbers for, like, Jane Daniels. So I just take it. I traded all of our picks to get Caleb Williams first round. <laughs> I've just been playing, just smoking people with Caleb Williams and the Giants. <laughs> I have him and Malik Neighbors <laughs> on the team somehow. <laughs> but Malik Neighbors sucks because it was before they adjusted his stats all up and shit. You gotta patch that thing. Yeah, I should go back in and adjust adjust them. Ninety nine overall. <laughs> Here's what I would rate him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it, Billy. I, if Daniel Jones is our quarterback next year, and our second option is like JJ McCarthy, it's tough. It's tough. The Giants aren't going to draft Jaden Daniels. I, I already know it. They're just not. But <laughs> that's all I'm preparing you for. But let's see where we end up drafting. But it just seems like we're just losing ground. Like, the Jets passed us. Like The Jets can't take a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers won't let yeah, them. Yeah, they're taking the Notre Dame tackle. He's just, like, pro-ready and can fix their line a little bit. But, yeah. Um, 
Hold on. Let, can I pull up the standings real quick before we sign off here? Because yeah, I, I need to see. Tankathon. So we have Carolina to Chicago. If Chicago doesn't take Caleb Williams, they're the <laughs> they dominant are. franchise they in the are. history of the NFL. Um, do I think Caleb Williams will succeed there? Probably not because it's Chicago and they fucking ruin every quarterback, but they're dumb. And if New England takes Drake May, they will. they're will. they also going to ruin him. They, I have, if Bill Belichick is still there, I, I have no he faith in be. that team to develop those He guys. won't be in there taking the quarterback. Like they're, they're a team that has nothing going on offense. Like, they definitely need so then a, you, a face. You get to Arizona at three. They're and not. I they can't think, get out of Kyler's contract. Yeah, I well, and Kyler's been fine. I, I I wouldn't move off Kyler either. And I think they take Marvin Harrison Jr. If I'm that. Yeah, you're um, you're on point so far. I, I also don't know if everyone wants watch, to hear a full mock draft, but yeah, go ahead. No, but I'm, <laughs> no, no, I know. But then you're talking about Washington. That's like Washington you're already talking that. That's what I mean. You're already talking about Washington. That's already potential. Jaden Daniels goes there at number four. Nah, I think that's O line. I I think they like Howell. (sighs) Yeah, but if it's new coach, I don't know. You're right. I I guess I think they're O line, and then what's uh, who's fifth? Chicago again, and then the Jets receiver maybe for Chicago, or they get another tackle. Yeah, so at seven it, we it's, probably it's can all get. it's all offensive players in the top like ten. There's like one edge rusher that's kind of creeping. This kid from UCLA, but uh, for the most part, it's all O line receivers, quarterbacks. So, like it, it is a good draft for us to be in the top ten because it's all shit that we need. But um, at seven, I think it's probably where Jane Daniels is going around there. So we could be within range, but. I don't know. I, I do think the, the public outcry maybe. will be very loud for us to take a quarterback, so maybe they're influenced yes. by that. Um, I think they will be, and I especially think so, considering that they're thinking of switching up some of the staff. It does, yeah, it does just buy you job security. I hope they're not thinking like that as far as just making sure a paycheck comes in and actually want to win Super Bowls, but this could be kind of both of those things, so... Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll have a better. We could do a, a better mock draft and have a better idea. Like once we know where we're sitting, but it's kind of hard. I, I I've prepared myself for like nine different scenarios that have changed drastically at this point. So it's a bit of a waste of time, but it's also a good exercise just to kind of familiarize yeah. yourself with everything. But yeah that's enough of that um, dog giants is just a full mock draft show now but that's what happens yeah. <laughs> that happens when you're dead by halloween but well you know 90 percent of our group chat doesn't watch college or pay attention at all like i just started paying attention really i was gonna say but you said it was the best quarterback class in years i was like is it because this is the first year you're watching college yeah. but i mean it really is though like no, no, I, I, I didn't say because I, I'm, I know there's some truth to it, especially after like last year and the but year before. It just worries me because the people at the top of the draft are notoriously draft quarterback busts. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if you think about it, Bill Belichick has not picked the right quarterback for the Patriots besides Tom Brady. 
Like, Mac Jones, bad pick, and Jimmy Garoppolo ended up being not a great pick for him. Or not a great quarterback. Yeah. But... Yeah, let's wrap it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Good luck. We will have the playoff interviews next week and only four games to preview. Um, or only two, right? Yeah, because two will have buys. So um, yeah. definitely bring the energy if you are being interviewed because it's going to be a bulk of the episode. Um, but yeah, good luck to everyone. hope you all get in. Um, you obviously all can't, but um, I will see whoever does in the playoffs. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye.